I'm eating as fast as I can, okay? That's fine. You take your time, bro. No one said anything about that. God. No, no, I mean, you know. Conceited, self-absorbed piece of... <laughs> I need to get up and go get something to eat. I haven't eaten anything all fucking day. So, don't you worry your pretty little head. I mean, I wouldn't go and actually go cook a thing, Michael. I'm not going to go cook a thing. I'm going to go get some some meat out of the fucking deli fucking drawer. All right? <laughs> It's right next to the silverware. It's where I keep my room temperature deli meats. I'm going to get some. Welcome back, everyone, to the IO panel. My name's Evan. I'll be the host for this week. As always, I'm joined by two men by law, um, Mike and James. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Well, I'm doing well. I don't know about James. I'm uh, doing I'm, well. How I'm dare you speak well. for him? Yes. I am also doing well. The civil rights movement succeeded. He can speak for himself. Sure, that's correct. That's if right. you... Do you speak to people in grocery stores? Just passerbys, strangers? You ever, do you ever greet them? Not often. What, like, sup, B? Let me see them hams. More, I was going to say more casually than that, but that's fairly casual. <laughs> more more formally than that, perhaps. <laughs> Just give a nod, say, how are you doing? Excuse me, hello, I guess, probably. Do you... When people ask you how you're doing, or if you ask someone how they're doing, and they say, I'm doing good, do you feel better than them because you know the correct answer is, I'm doing well? No. I do. I'm sure you do. You feel better than... You feel like you are superior? Correct. Hmm. It's understandable. I don't... I've never been presented... Um, with a scenario like that where I felt the need to correct them because I feel it's just, you know, or we're just passing by in a grocery store. I don't know this person. Um, but it's, you know, both of your responses sort of hashtag triggered that in my memory. So I thought I'd bring it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, welcome back guys. Good to have you shirted and shirtless. Um, any would, you, would you have it any other way, Evan? I would, actually, but you seem to not want to cooperate. Oh, oh, I didn't know we had a dress code <laughs> this is here a on the I.O. panel. environment. <laughs> I'm in my own house, damn it. That's true. <clears throat> so, any um, notable events for either of you guys this past week that you would like to discuss? Hmm. Discus toss out there. Hmm. Hmm. I'll take that as a no. James James came out. He emerged from his cave. Came out of the uh, what? I was like, came out. <laughs> yeah, I left my home. He did. <laughs> I did not come out of any fucking place to put clothes. <laughs> uh-huh. I came out. I came out of my home and visited 
visited the bar. He visited the plebs down visited, in uh, I Bethesda. Visited, I visited Team A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, Just that sounds on Friday. Exciting. It was. It was. It was. Uh, what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadness factory. No, it's just you know, every bar is like I was telling Evan this earlier. Every bar, and look, don't anyone be offended, okay? Anyone who knows me knows I'm black, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying quite, this. Quite, I, I, I'm no. black, wait, and wait, I've had. Wait, what? I had. I had. Uh, you're black. <laughs> I had. Yeah, I know. People will be like, "Oh, you're black." I don't see race, James. Yeah, I mean, and look, you know, hey, every race does things differently. That's just how it is, you know, like, every and I think it's it's probably less a race thing and more of like a cultural money thing, you know, or yeah, probably a culture thing, you know, but uh, I don't know. I learned when I was younger um, from hanging out with ethnic friends, Spanish and black guys, uh, we would go to like clubs, you know, and people uh-huh. would be dancing and, you know, you kind of would like it was a more romantic setting, not romantic, but more like sweaty. And yeah, I mean, it's romantic. I, don't, I don't know what to call it, but you know, you went there to grind, you went there to meet girls, to talk to, them, to to dance with them and get close to them. So there was no ambiguity as to why you were there. You know what I mean? Like you're just dancing them, rubbing up on them, you know, and you're talking to them. Hey girl, blah, blah, can I get you a drink? Whatever. This you is know? like the basement reggae clubs. Or whatever, you know, like, you know, the really well, nice clubs. It doesn't have to be clubs. a basement reggae club. It could be okay. anywhere. I mean, you know, it could be any club, um, any place where you're dancing. But when I started hanging out with the group I hang out with now, I learned that this other group, and this group is primarily a, well, it's ethnic, but really non-ethnic. Um, like, almost everyone is Caucasian, um, which is also fine. Um, but white people don't dance like they hang out. I know they, they do dance. They do dance. Excuse me. But the primary, their primary conveyance, not a vehicle, their primary place to hang out <laughs> is a, is like a bar and at bars, people don't dance. They seem to just stand around and talk. Right. And I've kind of slowly got, you know, over, over these many years, I've kind of come to be like, okay, that's what it is. In Bethesda, there was a few more bars, and I was kind of thinking, I always had this idea in the back of my head that, oh, one of these bars, some people will be dancing and doing things other than just standing around talking with the same people they talk to every week, you know? But that's not the case. It's like every, I went to the, I went to all the bars, you know, basically, you know, I basically now have been to every bar, every major bar in Bethesda, and they're all basically the same, you know? I saw the same faces I saw at the other shitty bar I hang out at. And it's just people standing around talking, you know, like about work and about golf and about, you know, the joys oh of being Oh, my God, white. the monsters. And about working on golf courses. And there's nothing wrong with that. Look, I'm not saying they're monsters. I'm just saying it's boring. It's, to me, it's boring. And I was like, I got there and I was like, wow, okay, why am I here? I could be at home. I could be at home touching myself. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, looking at <laughs> looking at pornography and playing PUBG, you know, or playing some new game. So that you know, that's that was my feeling. And it, look, this is my feeling, and there's nothing wrong with people enjoying. I know some people just like to talk and hang out, and I it, there's value there, you know. But if you're not drinking and you're not, you don't know anybody, and you're not like a super outgoing person, which I am that's not. why you need the drink, James. 
Yeah, it's, well, it's the lubricant. Yeah, and it, it also lubricates your wallet and makes money fly right out of it. That's true. <laughs> You're right. That it is slides true. right out. Anyway, that, that was true. my that was my weekend. So have, it was, have it was you considered redirecting your energy from bars towards clubs? Well, you I know, you're gonna say, have you tried redirecting your energy towards marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> Channel your chakras towards drugs. Say like towards four twenty. No, so <laughs> I have thought about going to clubs, but I'd go by. I'd end up by myself, and I don't want to do that. All my friends I used to go to clubs with, they're all married with kids, and they don't go to clubs anymore because the reason you go to clubs is to meet women. You don't go mm. there to talk to anybody. You go to meet women. You know, it's like very clear. And everybody knows. So there's no reason for grown men who are married with kids to go to clubs. There must be so. some sort of unspoken language that happens in clubs because I, don't, I can't imagine how you would actually meet someone and have like a conversation there. You just, I mean, if you, if, you, if you see a girl. You don't. <laughs> if, you see, if you see a girl and she sees you and she agrees to dance with you, like you say you, you touch her hand or something and pull her towards you and she comes, <laughs> you know. She put she 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 accepts your invitation. <laughs> that's the first step. Then you dance and you show her you've got some moves. You know you get close to her. That's a intimate situation. You know it's almost like sex. So once you've shown her that, then you know the next step is to say, hey, you know, can I get you a drink? Let's go off somewhere and talk. So you get her somewhere like a balcony or somewhere quiet. You know, which there are a few places where there's the music is not as loud. And you talk to her, you know, you get her number, which is, you know, once you've rubbed up on somebody or been very close to them for more than five or ten minutes, it's easy to get her phone number. You know what I mean? So you get her phone number and then you take it to the next level from the phone number at a club at a bar. It's it's kind of less. It's you put it this way. Your 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 vocal, your your audio game has to be a lot higher, you know, because the music's not as loud. You've got it. You're like you're going in there to talk about, hey, I'm witty and interesting. If you're not witty and interesting or you can't be verbally witty and interesting off the bat with note from note from 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 zero, then the bar is not the place to pick up chicks. You mm. know, I know a lot of people successfully do it. I, I'm not witty and interesting from zero. You know, I need to be like going at 60 and have some kind of connection with you already, you know, which is why bar clubs are better for me. You know, mm -hmm. I've gotten phone numbers from girls at, at, at clubs, you know. Well, I wish so. you best of luck in the future. So no, your goal fine. is to meet whatever women. path you take. I mean, I, I don't not I mean, hang out I, with your friends and chat. I mean, I hate to say this, but we're talking right now. <laughs> I know? can talk to you guys anytime. Yeah, I can actually. Like you know, we go to we go to our uh, our friend uh, Jamie's house, JC's house, whatever, and sit in his backyard and talk. You know, I leave the house and go to public places to meet women. And you know that, Michael. You know that. I've said it for years. I was like, where are the chicks? Maybe I stopped saying because you guys got tired of hearing it. And you guys didn't care. But I like meeting women. Like, women are cool. They're hot. And vaginas are great. And how many, awesome. how many women have you met? And um, Whatever. Since when? Since I've known you. How many women have you met at a club and then gone on, proceeded to go on dates with? And no. Whatever. Since since I've known you, probably none. It's about so you've the, known me a, so fifteen years, none. Mike, it's 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 about the hunt, not the kill. <laughs> it is. This is about the hunt. You're absolutely right. It is fifteen about the hunt. fucking I mean, years. <laughs> no, look, 
Look, look, look, look. Since this, this podcast is asshole. now, since this podcast is now about my social life, <laughs> air um, all the secrets. Look, you know, James, maybe you should try something else, huh? <laughs> look, here's what I look. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not claiming to be some great mag daddy, some guy with all these all the maneuvers. You know, I'm not a fucking PUA or something like that. I'm just saying for me, a PUA. I like that. A pickup. Yeah, you know what that is. Oh, um, I know. Uh, a pickup artist for the uninitiated. Um, a pua. A pua, yeah. So um, I- I'm not one of those guys. Like, I'm not very good at it. But it's a skill you hone just like playing video games and getting better. You know, like, you have to be exposed to that. If you're not exposed to it, you'll never get better at it. So uh, I probably could try to get better at picking up women in clubs or meeting women in clubs or just talking to random people in clubs. But I'm just so introverted. I just don't – not interested in it. You know what I mean? I have no interest in it. And if you go to the clubs we go to, the bars we go to, it's basically all the same motherfuckers all the time, and they're in their little cliques, and you just don't feel welcome talking to them. I know Michael's very successful at talking to them and making friends with all the all the team beers, but I, it's not for me. You know what I mean? I live too far away. I can't make connections with them because I see them. I would see them like once every two months. You know, so you know if you live close like Michael, then you can do that. But I I can't. Or like Jamie, like all these guys, all our friends live close to the bars we hang out at, except for me. So, not knocking the team beers or Michael or these guys or these people they hang out with, but I just don't see them, you know. So I couldn't do that. Um, but clubs are work, clubs are my space because I can dance. I'm a reasonable dancer, and you know that works. Like that's that's part of the equity. It's part of the trade. You know, <laughs> women. You know, that's that's one thing you can bank on. Like they'll say, oh, he can dance. That means something at a bar at a club. It doesn't mean shit at a bar. You know, There's just some weirdo in the corner, like grinding by himself. People are like, what the fuck? This guy's got a problem. You know, chicks like guys with skills. Yeah, maybe you could break dance, like bow fighting skills. Yeah, ham carving. Ooh, that's a good one. Now you're talking my language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that oh. meat called? Carpaccio, capuccio, carpaccio, caprizio. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's a salad. Yeah, no. What what crazy is no, no. Yeah, what I said. I'm is, a crazy boy. Is like chopped up raw meat. What about prosciutto? Prosciutto is a thing, and I, I was incorrect. Carpaccio is hammered ham, basically. Oh, carpaccio. Yeah, I'm thinking of caprese or caprese or something. Yeah, that's a salad. We covered this. Right. Yeah, caprese is a salad. It's also a drink in that crazy Jaden Smith cartoon. The 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 Carpezzi, Carpezzi boy martini. Not, not familiar with what you're talking about. It's but a martini with a slice you. of a slice of with some salad ham, and ham in it or something. Mike's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm gonna order good. that next time. It's apparently quite good. I've seen I've seen <laughs> pictures online of like crazy ass like. Oh, it's uh, got it's got cheese in it. It's got Parmesan cheese. In it. <laughs> it's got a big piece of mozzarella in it. That's what it's a big piece of mozzarella in it. <laughs> nice. I've seen yeah. pictures online of people having like crazy ass. Uh, What's what's the red drink, like in the morning? Um, Bloody Mary. Mary. A Bloody Mary, but like with like a lobster sticking out of it and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like oh, yes, that'd be great, though that'd be great. <laughs> like this is awesome, thirty dollar yeah. Bloody Mary or something. <laughs> yep. That'd be so good. Seen those? Yeah. Right, let's let's go. Oh good. man, who well, wants a uh, drink? No, okay. I, <laughs> I finally reassembled my. My good computer. Oh, and, hallelujah. Uh, Let's play some PUBG after this. 
No, I still gotta transfer some stuff, but Scrub. it is it is I'll say ninety five percent together. I need to switch uh, the memory and hard drive. There. Um you're further along than me. I collected all of my random hard drives, of which there are at least a dozen, and uh began running tests on them to see which ones I can throw away. And I've eliminated half. Half so of I, them can can keep or half of them can be thrown away. Half of them can be thrown away. Because they're dead? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Um, I also have four IDE drives, if any of you guys are interested. In paperweights uh, or trash? I could just nope. add them to the trash pile. Probably. You should see what files are on them, if any. Uh, I'm sure you'll nah. miss them. Yeah. Or why don't you break them down the component parts and get the 3550 from the uh, rare metals broker that they're worth? <laughs> yes. I'll call it. You got a guy? I'll call him. I'll call. I got a guy. Okay. I got maybe a rare metals guy. Maybe it's like that. Uh, you guys ever see that movie District Nine? Yes. Maybe it's like that. You can like take apart like fifty hard drives and like, you know, you'll you'll get one little piece from each hard drive and it'll add up to like nothing. I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it add up to. But there's a video. There's a YouTube video of a guy who does this for a living, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you take the hard drive apart, you get the gold out, the platinum." Is it's all worth money, you know? And he's like, you need like sixty hard drives to give you a nice, a nice ingot, you know? <laughs> he's like talking about it, and it's crazy, but and it's like he's like desoldering circuit boards to get the platinum out of them. It's crazy, man. It's huh. it's like too like much. you also it's, need a chemical factory and smelting equipment and some yeah, cheap and labor. Of, yeah, you need a bunch of chemicals, and it's very toxic and dangerous. So you need a bunch of third world laborers. Yeah, um, that's why Chinese leads the world in e recycling. You know how many phones are thrown away every year? There's precious hundreds, metals and literally all hundreds. More than that, Mike. <laughs> hundreds Sig- of phones a year. <laughs> slightly more than that. Yeah. So oh. I'm I'm sorting through old equipment. Uh, I'm gonna be making some changes and probably just getting rid of almost everything that is old. You should disassemble at least one hard drive and and put it. In an exploded view, maybe on your wall or something, you know? Well, I have this one next to me. There you go. Which is just with the cover well, off. All just, the platters are still in there. Just con- continue. Yeah. Because <laughs> get that neodymium magnet. Yeah. Yep. Cut, cut your wrist open and slide it underneath the skin. Ugh. Get it get under the fatty you, tissue. I thought Ooh. you were going to be like, sandwich your balls with that fucking magnet. Let oh. Go. <laughs> oh. Give, give, give a nice little... Uh, Oh, oh. <laughs> that's what they call biohacking. Oh, <laughs> Show you biohacking. He pulls out an axe. <laughs> so you're biological and hack your arm off. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Oh, hey, the other day was Friday the 13th. Yes, it was. And nothing happened, did it? Well, many things happened, but <clears throat> hopefully nothing too bad. Did any people get killed by machete? I'm sure someone did, but no I one ju- we know. So no, that's kind of true. We did just mention third world countries and whatnot. Yep. It's always Friday the thirteenth in <laughs> <laughs> those places. <laughs> okay. Fucking Guatemala or wherever. No, I don't know. Should we get into some current events other than uh, outside of our own lives? I'm down. Okay. I came to get down. Did you come to jump around? 
Get off your feet. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Evan. He's like, I think you've seen me. I'm not jumping around anywhere. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, something we've been talking about since almost the beginning of this show. The battle bot. The beginning of time. <laughs> well, the like battle that, bot that battle. Yeah. yeah. Between uh, USA and Japan is happening this Tuesday, October 17th. Holy uh, shit. Finally, after all this time. Did they come here or we go there? Um, I actually don't know. I didn't see that in the article. I was looking for how to how to see it. So, uh, how to watch it, rather. So, it's not going to be fully live. It will be streamed on Twitch. Um, although in various segments, because they're going to be, you know, between rounds, quote-unquote rounds, the teams will be allowed to uh, repair their battle bots. To, I guess, you know, I'm sure they're going to have a time limit, probably an hour or something. Um, so the battle is going to be based on a knockout system or a knockdown system or sort of a submission. So you can either disable the enemy robot or tip them over or, you know, um, beat them up so bad that the, the team's like, okay, throw in the towel. Um, it will be... Let's see. So, so the weapons originally, I was I was pumped because I was like, "Oh shit, they got Gatlin guns!" And then James was, you know, he pointed out that they were airsoft Gatlin guns. So I believe some modifications have been made because in the rules they state that the weapons being used are up to the discretion of each individual team. However, instead of there, they should be made to damage metal instead of cut metal. So there'll be several uh, bludgeon weapons, I imagine. Maybe mm. just like a huge club as an arm or something. Or like rocket-powered fists out of some 1980s cartoon. Don't know. See, I was, I was picturing some kind of, some kind of whirling saw. Right. Like, the, a, tri- like the battle well, bots in the, in the classic arena. But they're right. much they had smaller. A, so so the, the U.S. team had a whirling saw. They had three. Basically, they had a modular system on their, on their bot. Mm-hmm. And they had three potential weapons that they were testing. And I guess this is before, this is like six months ago. And one of them was a whirling saw. One of them is something akin to a a big ass, like, I mean, a bludgeon weapon is the right word. I just don't know what to call it. It was like a big, like kind of like a hammer fist sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like a ham, like a pneumatic kind of a hammer thing. And then another one was uh, like a... A, a reverse jaws of life, okay. You know, but it was like a, like a pinch. You know, right. it was Give like the that. clamps. Yeah, the clamp. It was a clamp. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like it was like clearly like <laughs> like you know. Yeah, and it was it was pneumatic. It was very interesting. Um, but Those they all they choices. tested them all, and they were all fucking junk. Uh-huh. The um, they at least none of them seemed. I wasn't impressed by any of them. And this is what they came to after they were like, oh, we can't shoot stuff at them. We can't shoot any. They were trying to. The, their first weapons were paint related. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, we can't shoot things that may blind the other pilot, right?" You know, so they had to end up going to this, and I guess you know maybe they have refined it even more, which is good. I guess it's got to be safe. It's like we have a gun that shoots C four, <laughs> <laughs> just big bricks of C four, just yep, undetonated C four without with no detonators, no blasting Correct. caps, it just basically shooting Play Doh at the other. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, this is modeling clay? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, what is this? Did you write C4 with a Sharpie on this modeling yeah. clay? <laughs> so, uh, hopefully this actually happens, and I will likely be home at the time, so uh, I'm going to try to watch this on Twitch. Uh, it will be commentated, at least partially commentated, by none other than ex-UFC commentator Mike Goldberg. They're going to say Joe Rogan. Like, no, okay. he still works for them. So uh, it should be well commentated. <laughs> what's the Great. what's the guess? Yeah, I know Goldberg. What's the guess that it's going to be uh, a letdown? Put off somehow, or yeah, a total letdown. I think it will actually be on schedule. Um, I think there will be several hardware malfunctions. And... Well, it must have already happened, right? Why? It says here it won't be live event. Uh, the duel consisted of multiple rounds of fighting, and that in order to give the teams time to repair their bots, the rounds were spread out over several days. Oh, so yeah, it's probably over. Oh, so they're showing you just a recap on Twitch. Yeah, they're showing the edited together, whatever. Oh, well, that's you know? a blower. Yeah. <laughs> So um, check. I'm not so going to look up any results. Also, uh, the duel was held in an abandoned steel mill in Japan. Well, yes. that's appropriate. Yes. We wouldn't have it any other way. What if you want to shootout? This place is suitable for shootouts. <laughs> it's either got to be a steel mill, a steel mill, or a fucking like concrete plant or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, like, it's like where the mafia meets to buy guns, and then there's a shootout. Yeah, and or, like you ever, you ever seen RoboCop? That. <laughs> RoboCop or like Terminator 2 or Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage. That's true. Yeah. That's a good one. Like That's a junkyard. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's so, true. So, James, I will allow you to look up the results if you so wish. I mean, I'm just going to check Subiashi Heavy, Heavy Industries and see if they have anything on their Twitter page. Megabots Inc. No, they, Megabots won't say. Those those people are. Pri- the they are like. A, they are a total. Uh, totally dedicated to marketing, so they're not going to release anything. But the Japanese com- company may have said something. wonder if they're under uh, NDAs until Wednesday. That's true. <clears throat> well, well, while you look at that, we'll look at some other amazing technology. Um, this is relevant to my current interests, as I'm considering upgrading my uh, storage server here. Uh, Western Digital has been mostly developing this technology in-house called it's microwave assisted magnetic recording. Um, M-A-M-R. I don't know if it's pronounced Mamer or Mamer or anything like that. So hammer and Mamer hammer and Mamer. I don't know. Yeah. So using magic and something called a spin torque oscillator, um, (laughs) AKA magic. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it uses uh, a microwave field, which, allows, I'll say, traditional spinning platter technology um, to record data in much higher densities. So they're talking about seeing 40 terabyte hard drives by 2025, and likely early versions of this um, by 2019 in the enterprise. Although, you know, I'll... I like this because it means I'll be able to get ridiculous amounts of storage, you know, within 10 years, assuming, you know, I don't fully adopt the cloud and, you know, my life doesn't get sucked into the singularity or whatever by that time. Which assuming you aren't living in Thailand then? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> assuming I'm still about this life. Um, 
But they already have like 14 terabyte hard drives. Do they? Yeah. They're no. inc- yeah. They're incredibly expensive and I could buy one today. I mean, I could buy one today. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You hear that? <laughs> Shooter. Yeah. Uh, they exist. How much? How much? I'm um, sure they're several thousand dollars. How much for a reasonably tr- priced drive? What's our? I'm sorry. What's the highest capacity reasonably priced drive that you could? Um. Well, four terabytes, eight terabytes, so, sort of on the same, on the same, uh, on the same lane. I don't know what I'm trying to think of. So. In the same Western, vein? In the same vein. Yeah, it rhymes with what I was trying to think of, yes. You ever heard that, Michael? Yeah. Okay. I'm the um, one who said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to come back to that also real quick. <clears throat> um, Western Digital has several external hard drives, and um, one of them is their 8 terabyte uh, My Backup or eBackup or something like that. Mm-hmm. And normal price is like the MSRP is around three hundred. Um, and Best Buy has had them on sale here and there for like one sixty to one eighty or so. Um, inside the shell is an eight terabyte. Uh, rebranded since they're the same company. It's a helium drive from Hitachi. Oh my god! Which go for like. 300 and something dollars. So hmm. if if you want to take the risk and, and basically void the warranty immediately, you can get an 8 terabyte drive for under $200. Wow. Which I was considering. I was like, should I redo my server and make like a 60 terabyte array? I don't really want to spend that money. But it's possible. So, back to the topic of, uh, I mean, what's affordable now? Brand new. Uh, you can get a four terabyte Hitachi for like hundred and twenty five, which is a pretty good price, I think. That's an internal drive. Uh, externals are always going to be cheaper, for whatever reason. Um, you're probably going to end up with a slower drive, or maybe it's a way for companies to sort of dump old stock. I didn't know they sold... I'm looking at Newegg right now. I didn't know they sold hard drives that were this big. Like, they have, like, a 10 terabyte internal 3.5-inch hard drive. Yeah. Is that a um, uh, Seagate Iron Wolf? This is a Western Digital Ultrastar HE10. Okay, yeah. That's HGST, which I guess is Hitachi. Yeah. So. And they have really good drives. <clears throat> West, Western Digital bought them and is... So, is taking over their mm-hmm. uh, technologies and everything. So the HE drives are helium-filled instead of air, like normal right. air, which really only matters if you have a 7,200 RPM drive or above because of that um, rotational speed and the friction. The helium actually has a noticeable um, improvement on drive operation. But if you have some of their lower drives, their lower speed drives, like they have 5,400 RPM, which are like Western digital reds. Um, they might even have 5,200 RPM drives. Then, you know, at that speed, even just air is fine. There's no real advantage of filling it with helium because it doesn't 
create nearly the resistance, you know, spinning 30% slower. <coughs> Excuse me. So going back to the important part of this conversation, when James was, said, uh, Mike, you never heard that expression before? And Mike replied, I said it. I went to CVS last night and used your old, old phone number for the card. Maybe mm-hmm. it's still in operation. Maybe you guys still have it. And uh, as I was walking out, you know, we've been confused. They're like, are you brothers? You know, that kind of relationship before. So the cashier said, have a nice night, Mr. Blower. And I chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're Really, my old, old phone number? Yeah. I could swear I had that changed. 3562? Yeah. I thought yeah. I changed that to... I think my mom's cell phone number or something, but I, maybe it's a backup in their system or something. But it maybe, they, yeah, maybe they're both in there. Maybe they both work. They yeah. probably just add and don't change. Probably. Well, I'm afraid the phone number will get reassigned to someone, and then they'll sign up <laughs> for CVS. <laughs> they'll take my points. Over. You know, and then it's going to be like, oh no, you know, I won't receive nearly as many worthless coupons. Yeah, my re- receipts won't be nearly as long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I found on here Newegg 10 terabyte hard drive for 350. That's the lowest price. Yep. That's a Seagate Iron Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, next, right next to it though is a HGST Desk Star 3.5 inch 10 terabyte hard drive for it to, also for 350. So storage is getting cheap. Yeah, I I had no idea they had hard drives this big. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I thought I thought it kind of peaked at four terabytes and they were kind of hovering there. Ooh, no, obviously no. I am sorely mistaken. So yeah. wow. So there there are fourteen and I think there are, are even sixteen terabyte uh drives available, though they're probably only for enterprise use. On... Isn't Maslow's Law or something? <laughs> Mar- Markov's so, Haunted Forest? That's something completely different, James. <laughs> what is Maslow's I, I think... Law? You're you're thinking of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, oh, shit. which is something <laughs> completely different. Um, what you're actually thinking of is the Intel guys, you know, law of you know doubling every eighteen months or whatever it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Maslow's law of needs. Yeah, you're right. Something completely different. <laughs> well, that's okay. I've invoked that's... several laws in my life and been wrong many times. <laughs> this will just go among the others. I need. More storage. That's right. <laughs> at, I need uh, on, terabytes. On Newegg, the largest drive, at least in their little search thing here, is 12 terabytes. A Seagate Iron Wolf 12 terabyte drive mm-hmm. for $472. Yeah, they get up there. So let me ask you a, a very important question. Why are you searching Newegg instead of Amazon? Because it's the go-to place for computer parts. Is that how much are they paying you to say that? Are they sponsoring this show? What's going on? Brondo has what plants need. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Michael shops at Tiger Direct. That's where he shops. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. Uh, like, I shop at CompUSA.com. It's PC still Connection. I get the PC Connection magazine and I order everything out of the catalog. You know, um, great. No, I just thought. Uh, It'd be easier to search. I mean, I think Amazon actually has this now too, but like, you know, like the whole, like refine your search thing on the left side, you Uh can say like, oh, let me get, uh, you know, I want four terabytes and higher. I want this. I want that. You know? Yep. I just thought that would be easier, but uh, Mm -hmm. I think Amazon does have that now also. So, yeah. 
All so right. For the time being, I'm not going to spend two thousand dollars on hard drives. I'm going to use what I have. Coward. No. Okay. Which <laughs> I I actually do need to buy one three terabyte, but that's like sixty bucks, and that will, in theory, allow me to add about ten terabytes to my array. Although that's going to be a lot of fucking spinning disks, so that server takes up a <laughs> way more power than I would like. Hmm. But uh, that's okay for the time being. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. So that's my life. Should we move on to uh, the next story here? Sure. I know, I know this is big news for everyone. So, uh, but this actually this is going to cover two two topics. Um, so this article is about an Eagle Scout who earned every single merit badge there is when you're an Eagle Scout. Hmm. So he received his 137th badge. Looks like a North Korean general now. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or a really, really, really crazy uh, Girl Scout. Because he, <laughs> he has a sash. The, he has the sash thing, which I didn't realize was a thing for Eagle Scouts. So apparently it is. Um, you know, I never got past, uh, Cub Scouts myself, so. I mean, they all, the, yeah, there's, there's a sash. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive, because I think, um, what's the maximum age for, for Boy Scouts? Is it at 17 or 18? Yeah, I want to know how you became an Eagle Scout at 12. I don't know how that's even possible. That's very impressive. Well, he was an Eagle Scout since he was 12. Yeah, but dude, uh, Alex was an Eagle Scout at. I think he became an Eagle Scout when he turned like seventeen or something. Yeah, I think that's a lot more typical. Maybe it's a little different now. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this was in high school, huh? That was in high. Maybe they like. Did they yeah, trim well, that's down like twenty twenty years ago. Badges. So maybe it's different now. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if he has the nuclear fission badge or the, uh, what was the other one? Uh, survival alone in the woods badge that from like 1908, you're like, it was, it was like, or like hunting a man badge or whatever it was. Here's a knife. There's a bear. Live. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Living off bear meat for a month alone badge, uh, whatever it's called. Like, what if he has that one? I don't know. I'm looking at the close up here of, uh, some of the badges. One of them looks like a video game badge. So. I guess oh, they've yeah. added some new ones. <laughs> Maybe that's mas- mastery of gamery. Yeah, See, there's I don't know. Cards when I was in there and like a chess piece, dude. When I was a kid, an Eagle Scout was somebody who you like. Not saying that he's not that. He probably is, but he's very young. But an Eagle Scout. Well, we don't know some... how old he is. No, I'm looking at the video. He's like fucking. He looks young as shit. Yeah, I'm sure he's like 17 or 18. Big ass head. <laughs> he looks young as shit. You're to one me. to talk. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, um, and he's a little round. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking the kid for being a big kid, but he's a big kid. But, but anyway, Eagle Scouts <laughs> are somebody you looked up to. Like, an Eagle Scout is, like, supposed to go on to be in the Special Forces. Like, Eagle Scouts are fucking, like, they're, like, when I was in, dude. Eagle, they're born again hard? Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just the times, right? Like, now kids are, like, different, and. The requirements are different. I don't know. I don't know enough about this. Maybe I'm dead wrong. You know, maybe he is born again hard. Maybe he's a fucking heartbreaker and a life taker. I don't know. But Eagle Scouts, were, it's just different. When well, I look, I want, I want him on my team, okay? <laughs> you sure can you have do. whoever you want. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Eagle Scouts, I mean, still it definitely means something. 
So I'm looking at the badges also, and apparently he is he has mastered some ancient powers of Zeus and Neptune. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the lightning badge or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um in the in the article he says uh that means so, he's killed a man with lightning. Some <laughs> some badges mean meant more to him than others. So he has a scuba diving badge, which now he's scuba certified. Um, and for another badge, he got to shadow a, a veterinarian, and they did a bunch of surgeries. He says Jesus. we took a tumor out of a cat. How is that a badge? <laughs> that's so that's so narrow focused. You know, like tumor removal. <laughs> like, well, it's probably like of... vet vet medicine or something. You know, who knows? I don't yeah. know what it is. They're but... just trying to come up with like the four hundredth badge. It's like, okay, do. Uh, 500 backwards jump ropes. Go. So that badge that I just remember the other badge we're talking about, it was a, uh, it was a land nav and survival badge. That's, that's what that practical badge was. experience. That's, that's earned. Yeah. That's, that's a practical badge. And I'm sure they have something similar now. It's probably I'm not sure as hardcore do. as it was in 1908. I mean, there's a badge here. You can barely see it. It's above like the radio tower or whatever that is. Yeah. Like I climbed a radio tower. No, um, I don't know what that badge is for. But I killed a man at the top of a radio tower. I killed a lineman. <laughs> there you <laughs> I, go. I choked the lineman to death with my bare hands. Yes, in his natural habitat. Yeah, and claimed his tower is mine. <laughs> um, Guys, I think that badge has to do with capture the flag. Could be. But I was looking at the one above it, which looks like a north, south, east, west thing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's like a land nav. Yeah, it could be. It probably thing, you know? is. It probably. I'm is. sure there's a website where we could actually see what every single badge is, but I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah, yeah. too late. But um, I'm that'd never be interesting. Eagle Scouts. That'd be matter. interesting to know. Um, but the reason, I mean, this is cool and everything, but the reason I kind of wanted to bring this up was the other story that I saw this week, and they mentioned it very briefly here in this article. Now they're going to allow girls into the Boy Scouts. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. I saw a brief like YouTube clip or a gif or something from Ben Shapiro arguing with someone in the audience to like where does it say in the Boy Scouts that girls can't join? He's like in the name Boy Scouts. <laughs> I was like bow, 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 and put the fake, you know, glasses on them. <laughs> um so, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn on it. I mean, is there anything inherently wrong with that? No, I guess not. But isn't there a Girl Scouts? Like, you know, I don't get it. Yeah, Girl Scouts, but, and Girl they're Scouts. focused on selling cookies, where yeah, the they Girl could Scouts. easily change their ways. It's like theirs is a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> Basically. I mean, so the Girl Scouts doesn't do a lot of the stuff that the Boy Scouts do. Although when I was a, I mean, you, Michael, you were a Cub Scout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what did we do? We made peanut butter... Peanut butter, like fucking houses. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't do any of that. I, I mean, wasn't we made gay. Bird, we made birdhouses that you know that, that you fed the birds with peanut butter. We did the 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 car, the little um, the yep. car rally thing. Oh boy, what was that called? Something derby. Yeah, some wood wood something pine derby. derby. Pine derby, pinewood derby. We did pinewood yeah. derby. Oh yeah, you know pancake um, breakfast for the elderly. Yeah, yeah, it's what a lot of stuff. Fuck? Like, yeah, we did that. We did that. You did good works. Yes. Yeah, of course. Your boy. I also went camping. I remember I we went camping. camping. We went camping a couple times. I remember that. I never got to go camping. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. the kind of stuff you did. Girl Scouts. I know they go camping, but I don't know what else they do. I don't think they do other stuff like that. And I guess you know how it is. Now we live in a world where anything that's exclusive for one sex, the other sex wants to get into. So now boys can be Girl Scouts. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Wait. 
Wait, like, I don't wait. think I don't think a boy. I think Time a boy. I think far. if a boy said, "I want to be a Girl Scout," people be like, "You're gay," and he would immediately be ostracized like crazy. So no boy <laughs> would do that just because men are different than women. Like you see the way you see there's there's a girl who's like, "I want to play football." Yeah, you know, and she got her ass handed to her, and she was like, "This is great." I'm like, "Okay, cool, have fun, yeah. keep playing, it's fine." Yeah, I know there have been uh, like kickers. On high school football teams who've been girls, yeah, but like the NFL doesn't have any fucking women playing football. No, I I wonder if it's in their laws or they. I mean, you have to make the team, and I don't think I don't think they're allowed to. Hmm. I don't think I think it's a, I think it's a all male sport, just like we have a men's soccer team and a men's football team and a men's basketball. Like right. I don't know, like no one's looked at those things in in sports, and maybe because sports doesn't want you to shine those lights on them to say, well, hey. just like uh, I mean. The Olympics, it's never men against women or men competing against women or women competing against men. Right. It's always separate. Because the men, I'm sad to say that the men would destroy them. I mean. there. I think there are. Unless it's like archery or something, you know, like. Yeah, there's like two events where there is mixed. One of them is equestrian. Isn't Uh, the snow shooting one? The biathlon uh, like that the might be cross country, whatever. I thought that it's was like cross country one. skiing and and riflery. That's that's the biathlon. Yeah. Um, also, I think I don't know if it's an Olympic sport, but um, hungry man dinner eating sun sinker yakets sun sinker um, yakets whatever the like the yacht racing not yacht but oh yeah the sure boat racing mm-hmm. that's unisex. That's only so, for the blue bloods. No. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to see every sport completely integrated. You know? Give them and, a chance. But, but Michael's right. The, only, the reason they won't do it is because women would be demolished. And it's just a sad, true fact. And someone said this, right, about tennis. Um, that, And I don't know if it's true about tennis or not. But they said that, like, some tennis player from, like, I don't yeah. know, the 80s or whatever could... Um, would would destroy Serena Williams? Well, it happened. Did it? I don't know if he was from the '80s, but like the, as like the number four hundredth ranked male tennis player, uh, beat was Serena or Venus Williams like six one six one six zero. This was wow. in the last couple of years, like See, not even a contest. I find that very baffling. Like, are the men that much better? And what about tennis makes it so that men have this huge advantage? Just like stronger, faster, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. But I feel like that's something a woman could, I mean, have you seen Serena Williams' fucking thighs? Yeah, she's quite powerful. No, but I mean, it's... Ooh, I'd like to be squeezed between... between actually, uh, I, I wouldn't, we, we were talking about this at, at work my head not that there, long man. ago. Just squeeze. Um, God, she could put her heels die, right on my testicles. I mean, bliss. even if a woman works out and, you know, like... Sorry! Even if a woman works out and you know, get strong and all that. Um, men are just like, our muscles are like denser and stuff, yeah. you know? So we're just like made to be stronger. Thanks, Michael misogynist. Well, it's okay. as, long as, we, as long as we got Michael, this piece of shit, keeping women down <laughs> uh, in their place, whatever, everything, everything will be, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> There's zero scientific and genetic proof that men and women are any different, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 
He's like, zero difference. <laughs> We're exactly. exactly the same. Like, yeah, okay. He's like, my womb is filled with child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. My ovaries are screaming right now. Yeah. They're calling horse shit. No. All right. You guys ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Yes, please. All right. So there's a word. Well, not a word. Not to me. Okay. We've heard it regardless. And now we also hear a lot of idiots say the word irregardless. Irregardless, as far as I'm concerned, is not a word. It's like ax. Like, let me ax you a question. Mm-hmm. It's like something stupid people say because they heard it. They heard another idiot say it. And I hate to say stupid people, but to me, like, you should know that irregardless is not a word. But people say it all the time. And apparently it's so popular for so long that the dictionary people have decided irregardless is now a word with its own meaning so this dictionary link that i put here does not really explain it well but i saw a video from another from by a lady who works for another prominent dictionary um company which dictionary i gotta i don't know i'll have to find it and put it put in the show notes there's only one sir there's only one miriam webster has it as a has it as a uh as a word um but this other dictionary they they define it a little bit differently and they define it completely differently than than regardless. So, regardless means, um, it means you know, regardless. Well, yeah, it means regardless. Scrubs, I know what it means. <laughs> so, yeah, regardless means you know, regardless of what you're saying, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and irregardless is like two words together. So, it's people being stupid saying respectively and that became and then regardless and it became irregardless because people are idiots yes but, because irrespectively is a word yeah irrespectively exactly irrespectively is a word so irregardless though means according to this new according to this dictionary company it means it means regardless but it means to stop the conversation completely so irregardless is the end it's the last word the end all be all it's like the capper to regardless. It's like regardless is junior and irregardless is the like we're done, you know. Um that's retarded. So I hate I absolutely I'm torn about this. I hate that these idiot words become words. But I also understand that when people start saying things the dictionary companies have to evolve the language with is idiots. fluid. They don't yeah, they exactly. don't have to there can, maybe they can do a, a spin-off dictionary of you know vernacular, but this is the one time that I will endorse a practice exercised by the French um, where they have an agency in their country for the maintain, maintenance of the purity of the French language. Now, I, I both hate and appreciate them for that. I mean, as you should, Evan. Pompous fucking pricks. But this is exactly why we need that. Yeah. Well, to me, this no one's in charge. This is very clear. Like, okay, in 1956, the dictionary didn't have the word cell phone in it. At some point, some someone coined the word, and the word came into regular use: cell phone. You know, or they added cell, or let's say cellular. Mm -hmm. You know, and they added that word to the dictionary: cellular telephone okay they added the word cellular to the dictionary and they're like okay this means blah you know but irregardless isn't like that 
it's not a thing or a functional it's not a new thing it's just people being stupid and i feel like we shouldn't embrace the stupidity we should repair it you know maybe I, I i'm agree. wrong there i talked to a i talked to a i talked to another guy and i told him about this and he was like i didn't know it wasn't a word and i was like it's not a word dude i mean i guess it's a word now but it's not a word it's 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 a, it's two words said wrong you know yeah, I um, have a feeling this is similar to what I opened the show, you know, asking you guys about. You yeah, know, exactly. This is like well versus good, regardless versus irregardless. Like you're saying it wrong. I'm better than you because I know, but I'm on your side. I agree with you. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. Th- I think that words like there's another one that I got very upset about, and Michael had to like convince me that it was a word now, uh, or no, maybe it was Chanel. Um, but I got very angry because I was like, this is no way that's a word. It was like, uh, I can't remember Bunk. what it was. No, it was something else. I can't remember what it was. It grok? Was a... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. It was I, something. I still don't grok what that means, Mike. Ah! Sorry for interrupting, James. No, no, you're fine. But it was nothing. But yeah. So anyway. I'm curious to know this word that, that enraged you so, James. I don't remember what it was. As of my, If it comes to you further in the episode, please speak up. I will. I will. Excellent. Uh, so move on to some stranger danger. Yes, sir. So <clears throat> first up, there's been a, a year-long malvertising campaign uh, affecting anyone who went to the Pornhub website. Oh, shit. God damn it. <clears throat> so it's basically ads that are on the site that are actually malware. Um. But supposedly the user would have to click on the ad. Oh, okay, never mind. All right. You block origin. Works great. Everyone should <laughs> use it. So, and say they either take into a malicious site or ask to install an Adobe Flash Player update, which is, of course, the malware. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, this malware has actually affected other things in the past besides Pornhub. So, it's been known to affect other... Websites including X Hamster, Doctor Tuber, Ice Porn, X Babe, Eero Profile, Nuvid, and RedTube. So all porn sites. Well, if you go to any one of these sites or damn near any of these sites, you can look at the top and see that they're all linked together. They're all owned by the same company. Right. So you can go to like Pornhub and you'll see oh you porn at the top, this, that, this, that, you know. So you're saying it's an inside job? Illuminati confirmed, yes. No, porn, <laughs> I don't know why. I kind of always held Pornhub at a higher standard, but it seems like porn, porn for some reason, porn stars, I mean, porn, for some reason, porn, uh, these porn sites are like, they are just so bad with their fucking security, and I don't know why they, it's like they've always been the sites, and they have these horrible pop-up ads. There's, you know, there's one pop-up ad, you click on a, a link for a video just to analyze and see for for research purposes. For research purposes. And then a, a pop-up opens underneath that somehow gets past the pop-up blocker, ghostery. It gets past all that stuff, and it pops up, and it's like advertising their fucking cam site. Okay? Lots of people like cams. Why do you have a nasty pop-up that does it? So my intention is to automatically close it because I'm like, I don't want to deal with pop-ups. You know? But then today I said, you know what? Let me see if this is a legitimate cam thing. So I clicked on one of the cam girls at the bottom 
and it took me to a cam to a, to to their their pages, Pornhub's cam girl site for a different girl, not the girl I clicked on. And I was like, this is disingenuous. I'll never use this. If I wanted to, I could just go to fucking Chatterbait or Cam Soda. At least then you know you click on the fucking dude with the dong, you're getting the dude with the dong. <laughs> you know, you want to see some pegging? Hey, there's a you know, hey, here's the pegging network. Now you're speaking my language. The pegging network. I'm just mm-hmm. saying there should be. Oh, Jesus! Well, Writing right, that clen- down. I just clenched up, man. I just tightened up. No, 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 no. That's how it hurts. Just what is this show Breathe about? and loosen. Just what is this loosen- podcast about? James, <laughs> loosen your anus. Well, Jesus. Please cut all of this. I'm definitely not. Cut and it I'm back I'm, to the beginning because just of your- start the podcast <laughs> at the next t- at the next thing. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the IO Panel Podcast, episode seventy eight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of whatever you heard before yeah. <laughs> may I recommend James that you uninstall Adblock Plus yep. and AdGuard if you if those are the two you're using and add uBlock Origin uBlock Origin okay. that is the only ad blocker I use now and I have zero issues I do use it in Chrome uh, I did notice on another system that when I was using it in Firefox, I did still get some ads. So maybe it has to do with, you know, uh, Chrome blocking uh, or not supporting, you know, Flash or any any uh, antiquated technologies like that. So if you use Chrome and you block Origin, you should be good. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. So next up, those damn Russians, man. They're everywhere. <laughs> so you guys have heard of, uh, there's a antivirus software company called Kaspersky. Yep, most reliable on the market. <laughs> yeah, reliable at stealing your shit. <laughs> so Israeli officials, or I should, I would, I'll say Israeli officials, but people working for the Israeli government hacked into Kaspersky's own computer network and they learned that uh, Kaspersky was being used to infiltrate the U.S. and spy on uh, officials who work at various U.S. government agencies. So it'd be like if I worked at the NSA or the Department of Commerce or something, doesn't really matter. And my personal computer at home had Kaspersky installed on it. Uh-huh. Now they say, of course, never never bring your home work with your your never bring your work home with you. Ugh. Never put it on a personal machine, but of course, people don't always listen. So um <clears throat> apparently a fair amount of data has been Exfiltrated via this. Didn't the um? I was going to say the Russians, but I think there was some sort of mandate where very you know, uh, government employees were like forbidden from using Kaspersky. I'm sure for this reason, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, we shouldn't be. So there's, uh, you know. I think it depends on what government agency you're with, because the government doesn't have a unified front on this stuff. But True. I mean, they I don't know talk to each other at the at the army. Uh, when I worked there, 
like you just didn't have things that weren't from here, you know? Yeah. Like even the copiers had to be from here. They had to be made like, you know, Canon makes copiers in Japan and somewhere in New Jersey. And we had to have the ones that were made in New Jersey and they sent them back if they're made in Japan. You know, I mean, that's just pretty common. So it's pretty gangster. I mean, that's how you got to do it these days because, you know, you can get stuff anywhere. True. Mm-hmm. Now, what makes the Israelis so good at cyber intelligence? Because they are good. Hate? Hate. Okay. I think it's hate. Their hate of pork. No. Um, I think it's their their hate of... Of very of enemies of any type, whether it's Muslims or the Russians or whatever, I think they're just. I think these. I think that's a group of people who are dedicated to warfare at all on all fronts. Mm. Like they understand it and they they were they do everything they can to master. It's very important to them to master it. A lot of the Israeli the private cybersecurity companies are really good. Yeah, like they were involved in Stuxnet in parts of Stuxnet. And uh, what's the company who had all the iPhone stuff? I don't remember their name. Who Mike, hacked you the remember? iPhones? Who got into them? Yeah. For the that's, FBI. Uh, yeah, that's an Israeli company too, yeah, actually. That's Israeli. Cellbrite. Cellbrite does. I was like, is it Starlight? No. <laughs> Starlight, Starbright, Star... No. Can you see yeah. the pegging video tonight? <laughs> James, I think we've, <clears throat> uh, we've, we've stumbled into a curiosity of yours. Um, <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> So I so I have the Wikipedia article open for a company called Mind Ge- Mind Geek. Okay. <laughs> Mind Geek is a company that owns YouPorn, YouTube or not YouTube, but uh, you know, all those sites that are part of that network. Mhm. And more. So Pornhub, RedTube, YouPorn, TubeBait, Brazzers, PornMD, Thumbzilla, Reality Kings, men.com. Mhm. Mofos.com. Mm-hmm. Seems lazy. Gaytube.com, sextube.com, webcams.com. Hmm. And of course they also own babes.com. Um Reality Kings, Twisties. What? Twisties. Manage, is, ugh, I'm not into them. They manage the websites for wicked pictures. They also manage Playboy's online and television operations. Hmm. Um, so they're basically like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. They're the the porn conglomerate for the internet. They do good work. Yep. Just like everything else, there's some there's some big company behind it. Are they hiring? They're always hiring them. <laughs> What what the Russians do? What's happening here? We're no. too much on porn. They hacked. <laughs> oh, Kapersky, that was it. Done. Yeah, yeah. Kaspersky. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, there's more details in this article if you want to look at it, but that's that's pretty much it. So, um, all right. So you yeah, don't use fucking Kaspersky. I don't know where ESET is. Are they in like Bulgaria or something? Um, you know, that's like not thirty two. And yeah, you should be using any of those companies, man. Honestly. You know, <clears throat> McAfee, 
whoever owns Semantic now. I don't know who owns that now, but well, McAfee's okay. That's a yeah, McAfee's fine. But I mean, I'm just saying, I'm trying trying to rattle off a few of the companies that virus scanners are, are malware. Don't use any. <laughs> I use the Microsoft one. You yeah, know, the Microsoft one's so, great. Yeah, that's what I use. <clears throat> so, yeah, stay safe. All right, so sci-fi. Yes, sci-fi. So. <clears throat> I saw this article. It's kind of interesting. I want to have you guys uh, see what you guys thought. So this was articles criticizing the fact that, especially like in the new Blade Runner movie, Blade Runner 2049, the city is very Asian-y, but there are no Asians in the movie. Okay. So it's like, what's up with that? I mean, I see an Asian face on a giant billboard. That's from the first movie. Okay. And there aren't really any Asian people in the first movie either. So Okay. So so they're writing this article to complain about cultural appropriation because it's a thing now and it wasn't a thing when the first movie was made. Or it hasn't gotten better? I don't know. Hmm. So I think the problem is is no matter how much people want to say anything, all these movies all the styles for these movies have been stolen from fucking anime and in anime there's clearly this is why there's so much asian influence because they're taken from ghost and shell and shit like that these cyberpunk cities you know there's not really any there's not really besides blade runner there's no american base where they would say oh here's the here's the impetus for the, here's where we get this from you know what i mean except for there's a cyberpunk board game i guess the old cyberpunk board game that used to be a thing but hmm. um you know, they, I'm not they familiar switch. with that. Yeah, it's 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 a D and D style, but it's cyberpunk, and that's the only thing I can think like the only reference I can reference material I can think of. But otherwise, come on, where does this come from? Like flying this this shit looks like if you looked at it, you'd be like, this is fucking Ghost in the Shell, you know? <clears throat> and the Harrison Ford one is definitely a Ghost in the Shell clone, you know? Well, they they claim here in the article that a cyberpunk gained popularity in part thanks to Blade Runner. So the original movie and William Gibson's Neuromancer, which was heavily inspired by Japan. So it says, this was during the 80s amid Japan, Japan's technological revolution. Um, brands like Sony and Nintendo became household names. American kids became versed in anime. Japan's economy swelled into the world's second largest by the turn of the century. Uh, William Gibson, after visiting Tokyo, once said that modern Japan simply was cyberpunk. The Japanese themselves knew it and delighted in it. So what's the problem here? Eh, I don't know. Is there a problem? I mean... Look, we as Americans single-handedly turned Japanese culture uh, into the second largest economy in the world. Okay, what are they complaining about now? <laughs> I think it's Americans, dude. We like to complain about stuff. It's true. You know, I mean, you look at look at Ghost in the Shell, right? Besides some very, the new Ghost in the Shell movie, besides some very bad, their explanation for why Makoto whatever was white um, and not Japanese anymore, and her character used to be originally Japanese, like that was a whole thing, a whole plot line they could have just left out and just said, yeah, your char- you look white because that's how we make fucking robots now, you know? But instead, they decided to go in this whole thing that was designed purely to explain why this Japanese-named character was no longer a Japanese appearance. And they shouldn't have done that. It was a big waste of time. But um, 
you know, that movie was people complained like crazy. They're like, oh, this is uh, whitewashing. And, you know, if you watch the fucking anime, the Japanese characters watch any anime. They don't fucking look Japanese, dude. And Japanese people are like confused as to why Americans are so upset with whitewashing. They don't get it. They don't understand. Whitewashing is a strictly American thing. <clears throat> We're so obsessed with like being well, angry a lot about of, something. A lot of Japanese American, or I'll, I'll just say Asian American people, are upset about the whole whitewashing thing. They think they're underrepresented in movies and TV. They are underrepresented. That's um, true. Just eh, like black maybe, people. Maybe. Just like black people, just like women. Maybe. They I are, don't know. No, not maybe. They're underrepresented. What's the thing of the last eight? Think of how many Asian Asian male leads you know. Yeah, but how many Asian. Asian people are there? I mean, in America, and that's it's... why, right? But, but so there you that, go. But, but it listen, goes to the population. But I this mean... isn't a, this isn't a game of demographics. Hollywood doesn't. Hollywood is not like oh, we have less Asians because demographics. Hollywood has less Asians because white people buy movie tickets, and if they put an Asian lead male, they wouldn't sell any fucking movie tickets. This guy who's making there's a, they hired the guy. What's his name? I can't think of his name. But the new director for the possible Akira live action movie, it's gone through like four directors. The new director said, I promise I will not whitewash this movie. It will have Asian teens in the movie. If he does that, if he puts Asian teens in the movie, the movie better be fucking great because he's not going to sell any goddamn tickets except to like a bunch of geeks. Remember the Akira TV show and book from the 80s. Otherwise, you're not going to get anybody to watch this movie. Because Americans don't fucking like foreigners. That's what the truth is. Nobody in America is going to watch a movie with a fucking black, well, not black, because they're used to black people, but like an Asian or Spanish guy lead in a movie about Spanish people. They're not going to watch it. It's just how it is. That's why you don't see them. It's not the demographics, trust me. It's because fucking white people aren't going to watch that movie. Crouching they Tiger, Hidden Dragon Cruise. was good, but that wasn't like an American movie. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't an American movie. Ghost in the Shell on its own merits, was a good movie. People should have watched it. So, I mean, and I'm sorry, I always talk, I always get in this, like, rants where I talk with such certitude, like I'm the expert on a thing. I'm not the expert on this, but I feel like if you want to look at a whitewashing fiasco, look at the Dragon Ball Z movie. That was a fucking fiasco. That's true. The Dragon Ball Z movie? Yeah, it was... was, Don't watch it. Yeah, it was awful. Um... But if you want to look at some, here's another, here's something else Hollywood. No, what about that other one, uh, the M. Night Shyamalan one? Which one was that? It's like, it's supposed to be Asian people and their airbender? The last airbender. Yeah, that was another fiasco. The reason (laughs) is, is because, although he did have some Asian people in it, but he had, they were all Indians. So for him, it's easy to have, I mean, I hate to say this because he's Indian, but he had a one race that was all Indians. And that made perfect sense to me. I didn't know anything about the last airbender. And I was like, oh, of course you'd have a race of people that's all one type of people. You know? But then he had this like this two white kids, and then this white kid who was an airbender, at least get a fucking Asian kid and shave his head bald. I mean, it was a mess, but they had to do something palatable because they wanted fucking people to watch the movie here. You know, it just so happened it was a bad movie. The last airbender was a bad movie, just like Dragon Ball Z was a bad movie. But um, I forgot to say if you interrupt me, but there was um, <laughs> there's an no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, there's another movie I was thinking of, another another thing that was just really ooh, Speed Racer. No, not Speed Racer, but that's another good example. Um, but but here's the thing, right? What are you supposed to do? Like, what are these companies supposed to do? <clears throat> well, this is nothing new. I mean, this has been going on for a while. 
Like, you know, Genghis Khan. Yeah. Fucking John Wayne. I oh, am sure. Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, Hello, if you Pilgrim. Watch, yeah. If you watch the Genghis Khan thing on Netflix, <laughs> it's great. And everyone's yeah. Asian. You know what I mean? And nobody <clears throat> guesses it at all. It's perfectly fine. Well, this is 2017 now, so I guess people are more well, woke than they once were. No, Although, as you can see, we're still getting movies that are fucking I wouldn't say that. I think whack. Hollywood's different than Netflix. But well, here's what I was going to say. Okay? The Foreigner. Okay? Oh, yeah. So there's a, oh, yeah. There's a movie that's about to come out with... It's out. It's out. Yeah, okay, with Jackie Chan in it, where he plays like... He's playing a Vietnamese father whose daughter's killed in a terrorist explosion in England... And he's now going after, he's using his old skills as some secret, you know, special operator, you know, in his 60s to go after the IRA guys who did the killing. This movie is based on a book called, what is it called? The Chinaman? It's called The Chinaman. And the main character is Chinese. For some reason, Hollywood said, we can't call it The Chinaman. Let's take this Chinese guy and call the movie and make his character Vietnamese and make him and call it the foreigner. And I'm like, why would you do that? Just call it the fucking Chinaman. The guy's Chinese. Is Chinaman is Chinaman like saying the N-word? I don't know, is it? Yeah. According to who? I mean, or it's... just call the movie the foreigner and keep the character Chinese. Why can't why change the character to Vietnamese? It's That's such fair. a strange maneuver. I don't understand. Hollywood does this all the, the time. Name. You know, they, they already had changed the name. You know, just the the character doesn't have to be Vietnamese. Make it a Chinese character. It's super believable. You got Jackie Chan. He's Chinese. We'd all buy and sell that shit left and right. It's just weird. You know, so you have this. I'm sure Vietnamese people are rolling there. They're like, why? You know, so yeah. far they've raked in a hundred million worldwide. Yeah, because I'm sure the movie's great. Jackie Chan being Jackie Chan, jumping all over the fucking ceiling and being a maniac and breaking his ribs. <laughs> yeah, it's probably great. <laughs> I'm not saying the movie's not good. I'm just saying Hollywood does weird shit with race. You know, they don't understand it. They they do a lot of weird shit with it. Did you guys see the uh, thing about, um, I forgot what movie it is. There's some movie they're making. It's a comic book movie. And one of the bad guy characters is named like Sergeant Chin or something like that. Or Sergeant Ben or Bing or something. And the character is an Asian character with a scar on his face. So they cast some white guy in the role. The guy's like a B, is a Hellboy, in the Hellboy reboot. Mm-hmm. The guy's a B-level character at best that only the most serious Hellboy fans would know about. This guy got the the actor who got cast in the role got hit up on Twitter and said, "Why are you playing this?" People were like, "Why are you playing this guy? He's Asian." Oh, it's Sergeant Daimo is the name of the character. You, it's an Asian Asian character. Why are you playing this character? And the guy said, "Oh, you're right," and he quit. He said he he, he said. I called the studio and I told them, I said, I don't want to work on this. I don't want to be part of whitewashing. And the studio agreed. The studio's going to cast an Asian actor in it. And it was, and it's a huge win for the studio. They got all this positive press because of it, you know? And the, so did the actor. Everybody came out looking and smelling like roses because of this, hmm. you know? And it just, so it shows the, it shows that if you just put, stop doing this weird stuff, you know, I mean, what was the movie where they cast? Oh, oh my God, The Great Wall. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, the Matt Damon one. Yeah. yeah. So people screamed whitewashing without ever seeing the movie. 
Well, he's not he's not supposed to be an Asian character, right? No, he's not. And guess what? Everyone in the movie's fucking Asian. It's like 7,000 Chinese people in that movie. And they it's beautiful cinematography. The movie's great. That movie could have been a blockbuster action movie. It's so good. It's got so it's Matt Damon, he's playing like a European traveler. Uh, like he's coming to buy gunpowder or something from the Chinese, and he's got this like sp- like Spanish guy with him who's his buddy, and they're like coming come to buy gunpowder, and they get pulled into this war with aliens or monsters or something like that that the Chinese are involved in, and it's a great movie, but they failed, you know, they failed so hard by not giving a cognitive like a complete story when they did the trailer, so people screamed like crazy about fucking whitewashing. And it's not whitewashing at all. His character's not fucking Chinese. But people viewed it as like, here comes the great white man to carry to, to save all these Chinese people. And he doesn't. He doesn't save anybody. He's he plays a Chinese, he plays a white guy who is there witnessing this fucking thing. And he helps out a little bit, but he doesn't save anybody. He's not the hero. You know, it was a huge mess. I mean, go see that movie. It's great. It's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Well, it's I mean, I, I see. I mean, I see your point, James, and I agree. Yeah. But I also see the point where this kind of you know becomes a thing, like another movie that I thought was great, that you thought was great, The Last Samurai, right? Yeah. Which stars Tom Cruise. Now, of course, it ends up that he's the last samurai, right? Yeah. And of course, like, you know, a lot of people might be like, "That's a slap in the fucking face," you know. What the fuck? You know, this white guy is the last samurai, you know? But the way the story went, it worked. And I thought it was a great movie. And, you know, it was good. But I can see how it'd be like, oh, well, do we need some fucking white guy to come, you know, save us or be the great the great white hope or whatever the fuck, you know? So I can kind of see their point. So in that movie, you know? that happens, though. In that movie, he's yes. like the yes. great white hope who saves the day, sort of. Or right. not saves the day, but he carries no, but yeah. on, yeah. you know. But at the same time, he becomes more. If you really want to break it apart, he becomes the. He becomes as Japanese as they are. You know what I mean? He learns to understand their ways and how the value of honor and all that stuff's important. Sure, you know. Sure. So it's. I don't know, man. It's uh, the movie. I think the movie's good. I so think let me he, ask you a question <clears throat> in regards to, um the guy who got questioned on Twitter and said he wasn't going to do the movie in regards to casting. Some roles are obviously written and offered to certain people, but what if no Asian person tried out for that role? What if they didn't come in for an audition? I mean, is it up to the studio to go find someone? They don't just put out there. They don't just say we have a role come out. They actually go and look and say, we're looking for an Asian person or a person with one leg or a midget or whatever. Like they, they go to, they go to casting directors, Mm -hmm. casting people, and they, they tell them what they're looking for. So they just have to say, we're looking for an Asian. And I guarantee you the guy who was played son and lost and the guy who is the Asian special forces guy in all the movies and, you know, all those guys would come out of the woodwork. There's plenty of Asian actors out there who America knows you know, but they all think about it. They're all B level characters. There's no Denzel Washington's or Tom Cruise's in that bunch. There's not a single. I can't think of one Asian guy besides Jackie Chan who's carried a movie. You know, mm-hmm. and Jackie Chan. He's Jackie fucking Chan. He's a special, special case. 
you know? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, you not you haven't seen a single Jackie Chan movie that was made in China or about Chinese values playing nationwide in theaters in America. You've never seen it. And the guy makes so many movies, it's crazy. Like he's He stays making movies. He probably makes like 10 movies a year. Right. You know? All you see is the ones we're like, oh, The Foreigner, um, Jackie Chan with Black Guy, One and Two, you know, whatever. Those are called, I don't know. Rush Hour? Rush Hour, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. America. The Asian guy, though, from uh, The Walking Dead, he's he's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, the up. guy who died in the first season? Like the third or fourth season, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the short guy. There's one Asian guy. Yeah. His name is Glenn. I don't <laughs> oh, know if yeah, he's yeah. short or not. But... No, I, th- I think he's short compared to, like, the white guys. He's, like, yeah, short. Glenn. And well, here, yeah, here we, once again, here we go. Pres- <laughs> here we fucking go. Oh, the, the short, the short Chinaman. Yeah, Asians are short. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, okay, no, yes. about Jeremy Lin. I mean, in I mean, in, he's short compared to the other ones. But yes, no. he's a he's a great actor. He's a good actor, and he has coming up. You're right. But is he? Could Jeremy you really Lin. See him? Oh, Jeremy Lin. That's the is, basketball player. Is he yeah. going to lead a movie? Uh, is he the lead? Tell me, is he the no, lead? For no, sure not. not. I can't think of one Asian guy right now who's the lead, who's lead type. He's not, or who who's been cast as the lead, or if you cast him as a lead, it would work. I can't think of one. They'd have to find a guy who was like an Asian Beckham who acts like Tom Cruise. They'd have to find that guy. And I don't know how they're gonna find that fucking not guy. Not even DK. Definitely not Drift King. <laughs> Although no, Drift King could probably no, he see he comes. He looks like a dick. Yeah, I think he's always gonna play a dick in movies. Who's uh, the older Asian guy? Is it Chow Yun Fat? He could be a good villain. There's Ken. What's the guy? Ken Ken Watanabe. Is he still alive? Ken. He's the bald guy. I thought from Last Samurai. The show guy. He's the. He's good. Know, yeah, I think I, that Ken might be Watanabe, who I'm thinking of, but I'm not sure. Oh, oh, that guy. Is okay. that his name? I think that's his name. There's sure. Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, he's the in the Last Samurai. Yeah, him, him, and he's, he's in, in a lot of letters stuff. from Iwo Jima. Yeah. yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in a few movies actually. He's been in a bunch of movies recently that are American movies as like kind of like a adding character sort of guy. Hmm. Oh, that's right. He was in Godzilla. Yeah, Gojira. Thank you, Gojira. Gojira, yeah, the French band, French metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's also in uh, Batman Begins and Inception. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was the yeah that master yeah. target or whatever. Yep. So, yep. speaking about um, things that Asian people do incorrectly, um. Do we want to talk about the arrival, Mike? So or arrival, rather. Briefly, I want to talk about. So, Evan, we cannot talk about. We can talk about. We mentioned this a week or two ago. The movie called Arrival. Yes. Starring is it Amy Adams? Correct. And Jeremy Renner. Correct. And, and Forrest Whitaker. There we go. And so that's about aliens come land. There's twelve craft all spaced around the globe. Mm-hmm. And they 
are trying to communicate. So Amy Adams plays a linguist and they enlist her help to try to communicate with the aliens. And it turns out the aliens are speaking this. Well, they're not speaking really anything. It's this, it's they're like, I'll call it writing. Um, this language that's um, circles, you know, kind of basically. Right. And it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. Yep. Now, I just had a thought. Um, the gift that they were giving us was mm-hmm. their language, which, right. when fully understood, transcended time and space, right? Pretty much. So, during the movie, Amy Adams' character kept having like, like flashbacks and flash forwards and everything which kind of you know it helped tie the movie together in a sense that well it it was honestly kind of confusing um but i didn't i didn't mind but do you think that was a result of her future self learning the language yeah that was a little confusing to me i was like how could she be having these already if she hadn't yet learned this language, you know? Right. But as you said, maybe it transcends space and time and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. But then it's kind of confusing because like no one else, surely other people learned the language and you don't hear the stories of anyone else, you know, like Jeremy Renner going back in time and everything, but maybe, you know, it's, it's different. And we're only focusing on like one person for the movie. So, right. That's okay. It's just something I thought of right now, actually. So if you look at the IMDB page, For the arrival. For the arrival, and then flip through the pictures. About three pictures in, you'll notice something. It's a DVD case for two feature films and one DVD. Please take a look at it and look at the two films. Let's see, are you, uh, we're looking at the photos here, okay? Mm -hmm. What is this? Look at the second film, what's that? Is this Charlie Sheen? DVD double feature. Um, Was it Arrival 2? It doesn't say The Arrival. No, it just says Arrival 2. Is it the sequel to this movie, you think? Or is it just something else called Arrival 2? No, I I, I read the Wikipedia page on that. It is the sequel. Oh, Although okay. it does not star anyone from the original movie, of course. Okay. okay. Um. So, Good yeah. Enough. So, Arrival, Amy Adams. <laughs> definitely recommend anyone see that if they haven't already. Um, A little convoluted, so, but it's all right. So I put in here, though, a link. So after watching Arrival, I wanted to rewatch The Arrival, starring Charlie Sheen, which is a movie that came out in 1996. And you realize it's not very good. Um, You know, I still <laughs> enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. I had seen it when it was new. Probably not in the theater, but Are probably on kidding me? HBO or something. Huh? Wow. What? what? That's impressive. What? That I saw it? Yes. <laughs> Come on now. It's a movie about space. Of course I saw it. So, um, yeah, and back then I was like, wow, man, this movie's awesome, you know? <laughs> um, watch it now. Okay, it's not as not as awesome, you know? But uh, still, not bad, you know? I liked it. Uh, if you haven't seen The Arrival, I mean, I probably wouldn't recommend spending more than $5 on it, but there's no reason why uh, you shouldn't check out this uh, this movie. It's uh, It's fun, you know? I'll give Charlie Sheen credit. He actually does a good job of convincing you that he's kind of a weirdo 
scientist type. Um, yeah, I think it's good. Okay, I think it's a good movie. Have you guys seen it? Never. No. Really? Huh? Really? That should not be surprising. Nope, not on my <laughs> list either. You guys also like watching crap. True. So I don't understand. Um, my adolescence was not dominated by movies. It was dominated by vigorous physical activity, which brought me to the specimen that I am today. Eating? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the rigorous physical activity? That was was part of my training regimen, yes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um... So, yeah, so I actually kind of want to watch Arrival 2, although I'm sure that's going to be total crap. So, this movie's very watchable. It's a it's a fun ride, you know. Definitely check it out. Basically, it turns out global warming is aliens. Okay. Okay, yeah. Please, what's next? So, speak, what's well, next? before we move on from Charlie Sheen, speaking of fun rides, did you ever see The Chase? Never. Okay, well, go watch that. That's I know. I, mean, don't, I know what it is. Garbage. I oh, I know. <laughs> okay, okay. So you've heard of it. That's fine. Oh, I, yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. That's good enough. <laughs> it has that woman that was in movies for like five minutes in the night. It ha- it's a movie that had that woman who was in movies. Yes, she was also in Under Siege Two. No, I'm sorry, Under Siege One. Dark Territory. No, that's that's the second <laughs> one. Yeah, <laughs> Dark Territory. <laughs> Okay, we can reminisce later. Let's move right. on to some some uh, some video games. What do we got here? Is that me? Probably. Okay. All right. So really quickly, uh, Ghost Recon, uh, Ghost War, the PvP their PvP update came out. That's a video I have linked in the description to uh, Operator Drewski. He's got a pretty good video that breaks down all the different classes. So anyway, basically how the game works is. It's a kind of a completely separate entity from the regular game, besides using assets and the map, um, which it breaks down into smaller playable areas that you can't leave. Like, you have to stay in the operation area. Um, it's a four-man, four, four versus four, PvP, squad-based, uh, and you're, it's class-based, so you have a sniper class, a ranger class, a... A sensor class, a this class, a that class, whatever. So, basically, you have these uh, classes, and they all have different perks and skills and whatever. It's kind of what you're used to. This, it's it's fun. I've been playing it. It's got good playability. Um, it has uh, it's kind of a letdown because you know with with uh, the takeover, the domination of uh, PUBG player unknown battlegrounds it's kind of hard to get into a new pvp game that is on a super small tiny scale and is class based and you're more narrow you're you're narrowly focused and you can only have one gun and stuff it's just too many there's too, a lot of things that oppose what pubg's kind of brought to the market which is very fun and gives you a lot of flexibility uh but if for two teams in a small space it is fun it's fun to play there's no doubt um and there's definitely some tactics and things you can use with the different classes and stuff. Um, one of the classes I've been playing is a tank class, which one of his, well, his only, his main special perk is the ability to mark himself on the enemy's HUD. 
so he can be seen to distract from other teammates being seen. So that's his ability. And then another group has an ability where uh, they, if they get if they get marked by the enemy, they automatically mark the person who marks them, so the entire team can see them. You know, uh, so they pop up on radar and stuff. I mean, it's it's that's cool. pretty helpful. Yeah, it, it has some cool features and some fun things, and it's well thought out. I think they need to make the 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 playable area bigger, and I think they need to make uh, they need to bring really. I'd love to see a PUBG style game where you know it's more people playing and a larger space. They use the entire map or segment of the of the map because the map is great. It's high fidelity. It's beautiful, and a lot of people people already have the the data loaded into their game already. You know. Uh, so I don't know. We'll have to see what they decide to do with that, but you know, it's, it is what it is. So, um, probably the cons of this, you know, to get it, you've got to buy the fucking game. It's an expensive game right now, this weekend, which by the time you guys hear this, it'll be over. It's half off the price of the game. So probably $29 or $25. And the, uh, it's a free play weekend for ghost ghost recon uh ghost war so if you don't have the game it's free to play it right now you can try ghost war out um they didn't do a great job advertising it i don't think so most people didn't know about it but you know it happened you missed Mm -hmm. it um but as far as uh the the major another con another major cons the game's made by ea and like many things ea does it's like a beta they put out too early. The game has so many bugs and so many flaws. It's crazy. Um, there's a bug where your HUD disappears and only half the HUD disappears. So that in itself isn't a huge problem except for the fact that you cannot see your... Basically, you can't see your your teammates anymore. And you can't tell because there's no color coding. You can't tell who your teammates are. So what happens is you have these other guys running around next to you and you're like, oh shit, that's the enemy. And you start shooting them and it's your fucking teammates. You know, uh, operator Drewski has a video where he calls the video, the gas mask site. So every time he tries to, um, you use the scope on his, uh, sniper rifle, he gets a gas mask skin on his face on his view, so he sees, like, it's like he's looking through a gas mask, can't see anything. So the game is rampant with bugs, there's all kinds of bugs where you get stuck at the start screen, you can't select stuff, it's just it's just a buggy-ass game. It is playable, and, I mean, you might go four or five hours without having any problem, but when it bugs, it bugs so hard. Um, I haven't seen any major crashes yet, but it's just kind of inconvenience-type stuff, where you can't change your gear, you know, the HUD has too many, it's too many steps in the UI, it's just a lot of stuff like that that make the game like hard to play. So mm, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Um, so anyway, you can watch that link from Operator Drewski, and uh, I had I streamed the other day about three or four hours. Well, it's about three hours of playing. Um, no one watched but me, but it, it is there. <laughs> so if you're interested in that, send us an email, and I'll send you the information for that and for the Discord and stuff if you want to play. Uh, I don't think anybody who games watches this show, but, you know, there you go. Um, next up, uh, Battlefront 2. I only mention this. I have no interest in Battlefront 2, and I only mention things I'm interested in. But I mention this because Battlefront 2, a lot of things that have been happening lately, a lot of games have been going to crate systems. Uh, so uh, 
there's a big, you know, obviously there's a huge crate economy on PUBG where the skirt and top uh, in the woman's uh, high school outfit costs like $2,000 or something like that. Like of actual money. Of actual money, yeah, to to buy that skin. Wait, what, uh, word, what word are you saying? What? C- crate? Crate. Crate? Yeah, what do you think? C-R-A-T-E. What does that mean? Is then an assembled piece of several pieces of wood to hold items? Yeah, a crate. Okay. Sorry, you don't you don't understand how I'm using it. So, Michael, in these games, you play, you get credits or points, and then once you get these credits or points, they say, "Okay, you can buy a crate from the from the crate store." And you buy the crate, and when you open the crate, you get a random item. The random item has anything from some crap to a very expensive item that's worth money on the Steam marketplace that you can resell. And there's all kinds of other little off-brand stores that run through the Steam API that let you buy and sell items and load them into Steam. I so, see. I see. yeah, so that's what the crate system is. And a lot of companies have picked that up because with the crate system, you can also buy points. You can go buy um, points so that you can go and buy buy a crate directly from the crate store without having to play the game. So the way they negate negate gambling and pay to win is by saying it's not gambling because you get something no matter what you get. It may not be a good thing, but you get something. So ESRB isn't concerned because it's not gambling. And the way they the way they negate pay to win is because they say this is all cosmetic. You know, it's all clothes, so you can't win by having these, you know? True. And that's a fine reason, no problem. Like I would never I would not say that PUBG is pay to win. Battlefront, on the other hand, in their beta has a completely pay to win system. So they have crates, um and basically what happens is you get I forget what it's called. We're going to call them Star Wars points. I have no idea what they're called. I totally forgot. But you get the Star Wars points, and then you go and you can buy, you can get items. You know, so at the end of every round, you go get a crate, and the crate opens, and inside the crate comes out these star cards, and the star cards give you three items. Normally, it's like uh, maybe a physical item. Um, some kind of a perk and a skin or something like that, but it could be three skins or it could be three new color colored hats for whatever, you know. So it could be any number of things like that. Um, a lot of times though, so you can pay for this, and a lot of times what guys have been doing is they've been just buying buying a bunch of these things, these cards, and getting, um, you know, buying like a health benefit that gives them a hundred percent more health. So I'm just making this up, but they get some kind of health benefit, a health boost for their character or a new weapon for their character. Because in these crates, you get weapons and gear and perks and all this kind of stuff. So you can pay for that stuff. You know, you can just pay to get these legendary level perks and that makes the game pay to win. And people are very upset about that. So this is the beta and uh, I've put another link in there. They have said they fixed it by taking out some of the pay-to-win aspects of it um, and remove. they removed some of the other stuff out of it. Um, they've removed weapons from the crates, and they've made it so that you have to earn it from gameplay time and from winning games. So we'll see how that works out when the game comes out. Um, but I have no interest in it, so you probably won't hear about it again, But unless it's fucked up. Um, 
You know, so a lot of people sort of exploited the, the crate system on PUBG for a while, although I think they fixed it now, by essentially they would buy multiple accounts, presumably, you know, playing on any number of computers at their at their house, and just go AFK. Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. And so when, when, the, when you eject from the plane and land, um, no matter how long you live, you get, you know, certain survival points. You get 50 and, points. Yeah. So... You just die to the play zone, you know, every game, say, like, 100 or 200 times a day or whatever, and those points accumulate, and maybe you'll get a crate with something in it that's worth $500. Yeah. Yeah, so that that, that was uh, done with a... They had a script that ran, that like a little macro that ran and did the whole thing. Um, they fixed that now. You can't yeah. do that anymore, yeah. Um, I love the AFK players because... They were great because what basically what happened is you just go find them and kill like eight guys just standing there, and you'd get for every point every time killing one you'd get like a hundred and fifty points or something like that, and you'd get all these kills. It'd be awesome. I love finding AFK players. Yeah, that was probably um, part of the plan. Yeah, probably. Win, if win. like twenty, if like twenty people from the plane, uh, you know, are AFK is really being played by a couple guys or even one person, and they go kill all their other characters and accumulate all the points from it could be then but the problem with the afk players was and the reason why i think they decided they had to do something about it was because what would happen is at the end of let's say on the third circle you have 20 people left yeah instead of 68 you know so the game so the game would end before like it got even serious you know before it got tight close quarters um or sometimes the game would end with like thirty or forty people left, because they'd end in a place where all those, all those weird, um, all the AFK players were. So yeah, yeah it just depends. But uh, yeah, so good times. But I, I love PUBG. I've been playing that a lot. It's good. Um, okay, last but not least, this is a PUBG related thing actually. So Nvidia, in the new version of Nvidia's uh, GeForce experience, they've added. Ugh. By the way, has anybody downloaded the GeForce experience update? No. Okay. What are you using? You use an AMD card? No, I have a uh, GTX 970. Oh, same as me. So, but you haven't downloaded the update. When's the no. last time you updated your video card? Uh, month ago. Okay. So, oh, but you don't use GeForce Experience. No. Okay. So I use GeForce Experience because I use. I would sometimes when OBX when I was having problems with OBX, I would use GeForce Experience. To to uh, record and stream the sh- stream my shadow my play? play my play I use shadow play and that's through the GeForce experience. Bad thing about the update is you have to log in now, which I yeah. hate because it's like why do I have to log into another fucking thing? I hate that. Anyway, so Jack Frags he has some kind of relationship with GeForce, and GeForce has now made an API to go along with uh that has hooks into uh PUBG so that now if you set it up and turn it all on GeForce and I think they're probably going to make it work for other games but basically what happens is you go turn on you just you turn it on it's disabled by default in PUBG you turn it on in PUBG and then it will every time you get a kill or a knockout it will record that footage and store it so normally what I would do is I would do um I would do alt F8 or alt F10 to and that would restore the last 5 minutes of footage 
you know, but I'd have to remember to do it and I wouldn't do it for knockouts and I'd only do it when I did something cool and, uh, you know, whatever, you know, or I'd have a record like an entire play setting, play, play, place, you know, an entire play and it'd be like three gigs of garbage, yeah. you know? <laughs> so this gets like a minute before your kill and a minute after the kill, you know? So it's actually really good and it makes you look like a cool beast. It gets everything. So it's worth the download. Unfortunately, if you want to use it, you have to log in. You have to log into their service. But there's a, there's nothing you don't get anything from the service. I haven't gotten any emails from them. I haven't gotten any spam yet. You know, um nothing happens when you log in. So, whatever. So it's an easy way to make your own highlight reel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I used it today and it also records your deaths and your knockouts. <laughs> so it calls it it calls it knocking yourself out though. So it's like, oh, I recorded this self knockout from whatever. Like, thanks, great <laughs> fucker. Um, but yeah, so worth. Uh, I think it's worth if you play a lot of PUBG or you you know you want to record those like action moments. I think it's cool. I think it's very interesting. Uh, I wish they would get rid of the sign in stuff. It's pretty lame, but yeah, I get it. Do you know if this is the first instance of? Um, to sort of like automate these these hooks that automate, you know, uh, savings of recordings on certain events, or is that fairly common for other games? Um, I feel like there's another game that does it, but not related to, um, the graphics card. Okay. Uh, they're kind of integrating with Shadow Play. I think there's another game that did this a long time ago. I think it's an old thing. But where the game, like, you would do something and it would record or take a screenshot or something. I don't remember what it was, though, honestly. Could be a good um, feature if they develop it for future titles. Yeah. I did take a look at the, uh, uh, it's not Turtle Beach. It might be Turtle. No, it's not Turtle Beach. It's the company who makes, what do they make? Fuck. I can't think of their name. They make some, they make streaming equipment. But they make a thing called the Stream Deck. And oh, yeah. It's a, it's a bunch of buttons, a yep. digital buttons. That's a good those, product. Yeah, it's supposed to be a very cool product. It's like Elgato. 150 bucks. Elgato, that's it. Elgato, yeah. But it's 150 bucks, and you can, like, push the button and say, record this, turn on this camera. Like, you basically, all the actions on your computer, whatever you can think of, you can script in there. <laughs> so I guess that's another dumb way, like a dumbed-down way to do it, a one-button way instead of, like, me in the middle of gameplay or in the middle of a gunfight trying to be like, oh, that last shot where I did whatever, you know, there you could just mash a button that's not on your keyboard. Here, I'm fucking around looking at the keyboard like, what? Uh, alt? You know, whatever. You could probably, um, well, I would hope that you could script it to a button on your keyboard. So maybe you could say, you know, the enter key on the keypad, not on your normal uh, keyboard layout. Yeah, Does that make sense? Could. Yeah, my keyboard has... um. You have the 10 key on the side? I have three. Yeah, I have three uh, programmable go buttons. So I could do it on my keyboard. Okay. Yeah. The Gamadius. It's a horrible keyboard. Don't don't buy it. (laughs) Gamadius. Blah, blah. It's a horrible keyboard. A horrible keyboard mouse combination. Save yourself. I've been thinking about ordering you a keyboard, but uh, I haven't yet. No, just (laughs) I'm here to suffer. (laughs) He needs needs a Razer Black Widow Ultimate 2014. I, no, I've been thinking about, I thought getting... about it, but he would be so livid at how loud it is. You would you know love what? how it feels to type on, but boy, you would hate every second of it. So, like this fucking 
fucking I don't keyboard. mind the clicking keyboards because I'm used to it from back in the day. But I hate when I am playing a game on Discord or something, and the fucking other guy who I'm talking to <laughs> is like, clack, 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 clack. Yeah, he's over there. Clack, 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 clack. I'm like, oh, why is your WSD <laughs> so fucking loud, dude? It's like this loud, like, clacking. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it to me, that's just like hearing, like, a baby yelling in the background. Yep. You know, oh, where's the wet nurse? Is someone going to get this baby? <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about it, you know? Yeah. There's a couple different options, but uh, I wanted to give you the annoying loud one. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. No, I'll no, keep you updated. Yeah. No, not necessary, my man. Not necessary. Okay, thank you for that game coverage. Um, moving on to the Yum update, which I actually had a thought you guys might like about renaming this segment. Um, I like the name as it is, but I thought of something funny. What do you think about Size Matters? If it's hmm. supposed to be about you know weight loss and whatnot. Is it about weight loss? I thought it was about... Just it's like... about food. Fucking the buffet and stuff. I mean, it's like, about food. Like fucking the buffet, or that's with I your mean, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting worse. <laughs> what is this show about today, man? What's happening? This is this is our actual conversations. Anyone who's listening, we don't talk yeah. about news. We talk about games and porn. Yeah, basically, pornography and, key- and keyboards. Size matters. I like it. Well, I'll pencil it in. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna narrow. It's gonna focus us in. Yeah, it's gonna we, get us on track. I mean, if that's what we want it to be about, then that's fine. I think that's good. I mean, size does matter. Right consider, now, it's about food. Consider the competition started. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For the fourth time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Yeah. The competition only Michael's competed in. Only <laughs> Mike, Michael and Evan have competed in it. That's it. Hmm. Alright, so for now, what do we got? What's another reason not to hate someone? So, I put in here another reason not to hate this person. So, this article is about Guy Fieri. Um, He had to evacuate his own home earlier this week. But, um, because he lives out in California, you know, they've had the wildfires and stuff Mm -hmm. going on. He wouldn't leave without his refrigerator, right? (laughs) No, he he was cooking nonstop uh, he was cooking barbecue for for California fire victims and first responders. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. In his house or in his backyard? Oh, well, I don't know where exactly, but... Is this after uh, he moved he, out? He had, to, he had to evacuate, so I guess down the block or something. You know, I don't know where he was doing it. Oh, but... this is after he evacuated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a different... He- I, I saw a mention of this story, but I saw... He said it was in the, oh, in the parking lot of a Veterans Memorial building in Santa Rosa. Good for him. I saw a slightly more, um, I'll say, derogatory <laughs> headline. It was like Guy Fieri brings a smoker to, uh, <laughs> uh, like, Guy Fieri shows up with a smoker to a uh, disaster relief from wildfire event or something like that. I was like, oh, he's rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Go out there and bring me some good charcoal. <laughs> It said here he was from the ashes of your home. He spent the day manning a wood-fired oven and a barbecue smoker, grilling meats for exhausted evacuees, first responders, 
and members of the National Guard who had been called in to help. Good for him. He's a humanitarian. He needs ass down in Puerto Rico. <laughs> True. Make some, make some papooses or something. That's no, he'll he'll bring them. No, nah, no, nah, he's. It's only going to be you know Guy Fieri fair for them. So mm-hmm. ribs slathered in sauce and whatever the pulled, fuck else he makes, I don't know. Just bowls of fat, pulled pork sandwiches with coleslaw. There you go. Mm, man, yep. <coughs> but that's pretty popular in Puerto Rico, I think. They're yeah, they're they're, they're a pig people. town. I was like, there are people. They like food. Like, yep, they sure do. Um, so yeah, Guy Fieri, I don't think I could hate him anymore. You could try. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to, but, you know, maybe hate isn't the way. I mean, he's a silly motherfucker. Let's not oversell it. <laughs> he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, let's, look, 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 look. He could be as <laughs> nice as he wants. That does not mean he's not a silly motherfucker. And look at his ass. He's a silly motherfucker. He's Guy Fieri here. He's a fucking silly motherfucker. I'm not going to let you fucking change your mind on this, Michael. This guy's one, a fucking nincompoop. One good deed does not undo a lifetime of tomfoolery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm just saying he's a fucking nincompoop. You know? Yeah, you got to. Come on, man. C- come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Oh, one other thing I didn't I didn't put it here, but I just wanted to talk about it quickly. I uh I bought a a bottle of vodka, a very cheap vodka. Did okay. you put it through a Brita filter? Exactly. So here's the bottle. Right? Uh-huh. Fleischmann's vodka. <laughs> okay. Now let me ask you a very a good important Jewish question. vodka. A very important question about this bottle. Is it plastic? Absolutely. Very good. <laughs> yes. Um, it is. I don't even know what size it is. I guess it's. Looks like a handle. It's 1.75 liters. Yes, I believe that's a handle. This was on sale for nine ninety nine at the liquor store. Whew. Okay. I think the normal price was like twelve ninety nine. So not that much either way. But I was like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll give this a shot. You know, I I made one drink with this and was like, you know, unfiltered. Yeah, just just how it is, you know. And I was like, oh my god, okay. So I was like, I'm gonna give this a shot. So I have now ruined um, four Brita filters. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I've ruined the one tune Brita of filter. Eighty-five dollars. I have ruined one Brita filter. Is it really ruined though? It's a filter. Well, it can't it can't be used anymore for water. So, really? Yeah. Why? Because um, everything will taste like vodka. So. Oh. <laughs> so I have two jars like this now filled to the brim with vodka that has been run through the Brita filter now approximately five times. Ooh. Damn. Uh, what's the word? What do we call Quintuple this? distilled. Quintuple distilled. Quintuple filtered. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, the really fancy ones are ten times distilled. Uh-huh. Keep going, man. Keep going. Is and, it distilling or filtering? Or, or filtered, but I should just just filtered, not distilled. Yeah. Okay. Um Maybe you gotta boil it a little bit to get some distilling going on. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, we're not boiling any vodka. What is he talking <laughs> about? He's not he's not making uh, empanadas here. Yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> making fucking Yeah, exactly. Fucking boiled tacos and shit, you know? Oh god. So you take a taco, fully made, 
Toss it in a pot of boiling water. Pour boiling vodka. Out comes an empanada. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, or many other Spanish things. Fish it out with a, uh, with a spaghetti fork. Ugh. <laughs> Take that vodka infused mess and throw it on a plate and immediately become sick. <laughs> Cover it in American cheese. So oh. I, I haven't had a chance to actually make a drink with this vodka yet. Do it. Although I have smelled it, and it does smell a lot better than Do it. Take a it, sip. it was. I'm not going to take you, a sip of this. Are you crazy? Did you why? Take, why not? Just take a sip. Take a sip. Fine. I'm not saying down it. We're not just saying, yeah. Like, we're just saying no. just t- taste it. You know what it tastes like before? What do what we actually do? Crack? It's it's real. I mean, this tastes like this, a wine sampling. This smells like the uh, stuff I used to clean off that processor, Evan. So, Oh, alcohol? <laughs> yeah, pure alcohol. <laughs> So what what does the filtering do to it while Michael is fucking killing his his liver? What is what does filtering do to it? I believe it removes extra impurities that were not taken out during mm-hmm. the uh not bad. production because of it cost doesn't, restrictions perhaps. Does it raise it doesn't raise it does the not raise the alcohol content, content or no. change anything else. I mean, it's not going to turn this into oh my god, this is like this is like gray goose now. No. You know. But it does remove, like Evan said, it does remove um, a lot of impurities that were probably left in. Heavy the, metals, the you know, first, gets, the, gets the mercury out of there. The first hey, go hey, round. Hey, hey, now. The Mercury's first go round. not bad. Yeah. Mercury is a fantastic substance. Exactly. It's fun to play with and fun to imbibe. <laughs> yep. Indeed. It's so good, It's good for growing kids. Now, yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing what I did if you have, like, they... From what I'm reading online, and this is what they say, like, if you're getting near to the end of life of your Brita filter, then use it, you know? Because otherwise, you're going to, you know, use a whole Brita filter and then not be able to use it anymore for water. So You negate any savings. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, you're right, though. We could just keep the filter, I guess. Yeah. But, but it's noticeably you know, better. Yeah. Is it now a $20? 1.75 liter bottle of vodka? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Joms. Joms. Your microphone died again. Um so yeah, so just wanted, wanted to tell you guys about my little experiment and uh yeah. Well, while we uh let James troubleshoot a bit, move on to the extra section. Um I just got a couple things here. Uh, a short chase by Iowa State Police last Thursday ended with a great excuse. So the the driver of the uh, not the of the pursuant the driver of the vehicle was being pulled over for uh, what was supposed to be a simple traffic violation, but they refused and the chase began. Not long after that. Police uh, utilize the pit maneuver, uh, which is sort of like uh, sweep the leg for the cars, and were able to uh, disable the vehicle, arresting the man. And upon questioning, they were like, bro, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? Why are you leading us on this chase? And he was like, oh, it's all good, bros. It was on my bucket list. It was on his bucket list to get... To be in a police chase. Please believe. Okay. Can well, you guys hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Yeah, Evan, I, I did read this article that you put in here, and okay, that's cool. All right? It's on the bucket <laughs> list. Hey, fuck it, right? But two things about this, okay? Yes. Number one, the guy's only 46. Uh-huh. Okay? Unless he's dying, or okay, if he was like so... 80, then I'd be like, okay. Number two, he was charged with all kinds of things, including parole violation. Yeah. So this guy is already... He's a piece of shit. Not... Not the smartest guy. Yeah. So. To get into the chase. So... I'm glad you brought it, up. Did you the see a picture point. of him? Uh no. I did not look at this. This is a criminal motherfucker. This guy does not have a fucking bucket list. Okay? His if he has a bucket list, it ends with something like shooting a crowd of people, beating <laughs> my wife, okay, taking a shit on my son's chest. Like, this guy whoa, is a piece whoa, 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 of whoa. he's a criminal motherfucker. That's a- Go to twelve seconds into the video on the page. He's a criminal. Look at his face. He's a fucking criminal. Fair a enough. criminal or an oh, ex-cop. Oh, there you go. There you go. Frederick Jones, huh? Yeah. So, Mike, I'm glad you brought up the first point about, you know, he's only 46. Have you ever seen the show An Idiot Abroad? No. Yes. Okay, James, you'll know what I'm talking about. When Carl Pilkington complains about these things on the bucket list that are made for him by Ricky Gervais and the other guy, um, he's like, they explain that a bucket list is a list of things you want to do in your life, not on your deathbed. Okay, fair enough. So it, it's not usually presented in that way. People think it's, you know, stuff to do when you're like, your doctor says you have six months to live and then you make this list and you go rush through everything. Ideally, you spend your whole life achieving this bucket list. Michael, most of your assumptions are correct, though. This guy is—he's definitely a bona fide piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I hate well, to say that, but you. just look at him. Thank I mean, you for the clarification, Evan. He's a criminal. No problem. Um, what is his race? He is a Caucasoid. Okay. Fair enough. From the Caucasus Mountains. As uh, we are all, except <laughs> near the Urals. No. <laughs> Uh, the second link in here I titled Cultural Appropriation, something we have talked about previously in this episode, but this is slightly different. This is a picture of a fictional future Chinese takeout menu um, offering pretty much every dish in a conventional form or a cultured form, meaning real chicken, fake chicken, real beef, cultured beef. Uh, so, you know, in a decade or two, this could be the Chinese menu that we're all looking at. USDA cellular? I don't understand the uh, what you mean, Evan. Cultured? Cultured? Because uh, you're a piece lab of shit, grown. It means You don't lab have any. Grown. That's why you don't know. You don't have any. Can you let Evan talk? I didn't hear what he said. Cult- culture? No! I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm done. I'm done. Loud I'm noises! Are you familiar with a throat culture, Mike? Yes. You go to the doctor, get tested for strep. Okay. So what they do is they take a swab of your your throat meat and grow it, put it in a petri dish with various substrates and see what grows. So it's they're they're trying to grow this in a lab. So cultured meat is lab grown meat. I see. It's not the same as getting throated, Michael. No, no, it's that's something different. That's something very different and also of interest. <laughs> also involves meat. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it does. Tube steak and Probably. meats and mouths. Yes, yeah. it does. Um, this is cool. I look forward to it, dude. I'm ready for it, man. Can you imagine the cost of cultured beef, dude? Can can we wait to get the DIY cultured beef kit at home? That'd be awesome. In a few years, yeah. I mean, oh. they're the fake burger or like you know cultured burger five years ago was a quarter of a million dollars a patty. Now it's like fifteen bucks or something. It's like called the ultimate burger, and it's you know in restaurants. Is that mostly I, in LA? Oh, this is actually a thing. It is. Since when? It, I mean, I just said like in the last five years. Yeah, lab-grown meat is can, real, Michael. We can manufacture meat. Yes, Michael. I did with, not know that. We are with, humans. We can do many things. With a substance uh. that appears to be blood also, if you so wish. You can literally watch porn at home, order a pizza with cultured meat on it. No, we should not fuck up, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Okay. You didn't know they they're growing meat in a I lab. Did. I, I did. I did. They're growing meat in a lab. You could buy it right now. Yeah, yes. I did know that. There's I don't a, know there's how a, you don't know that. I saw a video about how they were growing um, pig parts in Denmark or Switzerland or something. Like they were printing, they're printing cultured pig substrate into fucking parts components. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're printing pig meat though. It was crazy. And then what? I don't know. And they sending it to the supermarket? I mean, what? what no, are they doing no, no. With? They were trying to do something with hearts or something. They were trying yeah, to make see, it. I yeah, thought, okay, I thought this was all in the experimental stage. Not, I can walk down to Giant and get some grown beef. So you can't. There are certain restaurants in, like, New York or L.A. that do serve this. So it is available. So it's still rare. But it's rare. not in grocery stores yet. Still a, so it exists, but it's a rare thing. It's, yeah. I see. But it is affordable now. So I give see. it a couple more years. You probably will see some of these options at your local store. Okay, yeah, here we go. Make your own meat with open source cells. No open animals necessary. Cells. We happily sponsored the IOPanel podcast. <laughs> I will take a gallon of stem cells, please. Michael, I think once you, finish, your face. <laughs> once you finish your vodka experiment, you should work on this. They got the process right here on the New Scientist. Make your own meat. Open source, baby. Open source. You love open source, don't you? You use Linux. He's like, he's like, this say it's like uh, like that's coming from Chernobyl, Russia? I was like, what's that? Yeah, Chernobyl Farms. <laughs> Close to meat, but not as juicy is what they say here. <laughs> Mike, it's a it's an incredible growth industry. Get it? Yes. That's why I said The it. taste of the burger was described <laughs> as intense. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like my mouth is tingling. Yeah. Well, James, I'll allow you to send me that link. Oh, I'm going to send it to you. You're going to make this. We're, I, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm going to come over and get the first cultured blower burger. Okay. AKA meatball. Yeah, it's a, AKA just some bread rolled up and then fried, <laughs> like a, just just white bread. Just roll it up and fry it. Here's your cultured meat, fuckface. <laughs> Take like, a bite into that, like ah. Like, cook some nice burgers or a steak in the pan, and then throw some crumbs in the pan. After that, form that into a patty, 
and give that to someone. Cover it in steak sauce. It'd be great. Mike, Mike's like, I could go for one of those. Right <laughs> yeah, now. that's delicious. We're talking about. <laughs> it's like I don't see a problem with any of this. I don't. I don't. It'd be even more delicious if you wanted to dip it in some Szechuan sauce. Exactly. So, as you guys may or may not have heard about, last weekend McDonald's was doing a promotion with Adult Swim involving Rick and Morty. So, Rick and Morty in the Season 3 opener, uh, Rick said that he's obsessed with the Szechuan sauce that McDonald's used to offer as part of a Mulan promotion back in like 1998 or something. And so McDonald's announced that they were going to start making some again. And then this last weekend, it was like, all right, we're going to have some sauce at a few select restaurants, you know, as a promotion. And I knew it was going to be a clusterfuck because they did this like a year ago or half a year ago with Big Mac sauce where you get like a bottle of Big Mac sauce or something. Uh-huh. And it was only, and I had looked into it then because I was like, oh shit, Big Mac sauce, you know, because I'm a fat ass. And they, they only had it at like a couple restaurants here and there. Like around here, of course, it was like one or two locations in DC. And that was it. And they're only going to get 20 bottles and you know, da, 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 you know what I mean? So it was like, so I was like, oh, they're going to do the same thing with the Rick and Morty thing. And it's going to be all fucked up. And that's pretty much what happened, except it was ten times worse. Because Rick and Morty is insanely popular. Yeah. <laughs> and all these people showed up. And, and like hundreds of people showed up for like ten sauce packets. Or twenty sauce packets. And some restaurants didn't even get what they were supposed to get. So they didn't have anything. And so it was a big, big fucking thing. Yeah, it's fucking bedlam. Yep. And the Rick and Morty's fans apparently are the worst human beings in the world. Like there's a video of the guy who's like he's like um he's like where's my sauce? Where's my sauce? And then he jumps up on the counter and he's like he turns and looks at the employees in the back he's like I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> you know? It's like Asian guy. You guys saw the video, right? I, I, I saw it. That. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like rolling around the floor, and it is fucking crazy, dude. I was like, "Come on, man, this is horrible." And and here's the thing about this, Michael. I don't know if you're gonna say. Are you done? Go ahead. Okay, so I on ETC News they covered it pretty thoroughly, and I watched like all their stuff. Um, if you guys aren't watching ETC News, not YouTube, but like the fan, the people who watch the show, their show's really good. It's a little liberal. But if you can deal with that, then... I'm, I'm not familiar with ETC News. I know, I know. But it's on YouTube. Just look up ETC News, etc. News, ETC. Um, but if you can... If, if that bothers you, then you're probably not going to like it. But there's... But uh, it's... The news portions and the tech news is very good. And they go deep dive on a lot of this stuff and give you a lot of the background. Anyway... So Mark Harmon, not Mark Harmon, Dan Harmon. <laughs> Mark Harmon is a completely different guy. Dan Harmon was like, we have nothing to do with anything Michael's McDonald's is doing. They're doing it on their own. They have nothing to do with Rick and Morty. Um, and they did not coordinate with Rick and Morty, at least at the show level at all. Um, they released it, and it was, of course, a fucking debacle, like Michael said. Um and Rick and Morty were like, we're sorry, this had nothing to do with us, you know? 
and McDonald's played the fool and played it off like it was no big deal. They released this thing interlaced with all this very carefully worded information, basically to avoid getting, I think to avoid getting sued by Cartoon Network. It was like, oh, we know you guys. Um, they said, we are going to go into a portal and they use this Rick and Morty S wording, but they never mentioned Rick and Morty. And they have some weird, like alien pictures on the bottles of Szechuan stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not a Rick and Morty image. And they're like, oh, you know, we know you guys, you know, uh, we're going to reach into the portal and pull out some more Szechuan sauce for you guys because you guys are the best fans and blah, 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 blah. Any dimension will have what we're looking for. And we're going to like they dropped all these weird hints, but they never said Rick and Morty, never mentioned it directly. Um, and they're saying they're going to do it again. And it's going to be a fucking mess. And they knew that they don't care, though. They don't give a shit. I feel sorry for the employees. I feel sorry for the little Asian guy who's standing there while some fucking morons yelling at him, I'm Pickle Rick. I was like, if I was that guy, I'd be like, you know what? I make $10 an hour here. I'm going to fucking wail on this guy's nuts until I get fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'd have been totally worth it. Like, just punch him in the fucking dick and be like, go fuck yourself. Get off the counter, fuckface. I quit. You know? What are they going to do? Maybe you'll get, maybe, you know what? The cops would arrest you. And they'd be like, "You're going to jail," but I get it. You know, yeah. I mean, it'd or be take worth every it. take every remaining Szechuan sauce packet and put it down the toilet, like in front of everyone. And I want to know how many employees just fucking did a five finger discount first thing in the morning, like six a.m. when they opened those boxes, and they were like, or the night shift people were like, "Yeah, we're taking this, going to eBay." Yeah, you know, like how much of that just walked away? I wonder. Could be. So one Although, guy, he sold three packets for $873 or something. That's crazy. On eBay. Why do people value things? Like, like, like <laughs> dude, know. you know what Szechuan sauce is? It's like two of their other sauces mixed in. That's all it is. It's, I think it's. It's like barbecue and sweet and sour or something. I think it's, catch, it might be that. I, but I thought it was like ketchup, um, barbecue and teriyaki or something like that. Oh, could be. But it's it's sauces they already have readily available. It's yeah. not and Big Mac sauce is like ninety eight percent Thousand Island dressing, yeah. which is available everywhere. Yeah, I I never understood what people like. We gotta get that sauce that McDonald's has. Don't you know McDonald's the laziest company in the world? Their sauce is literally ketchup mixed with human blood. Like that's all it is. <laughs> they don't give a shit. You know, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So I found a DIY uh, recipe for the sauce. Mince six cloves of garlic and heat them up in a skillet. Come on. Stop, stop, stop. Jam the garlic through a Brita filter. Yeah. (laughs) Unless it involves a Brita filter, I'm not interested. (laughs) Preferably one that's already been soaked, a.k.a. ruined with with cheap vodka. Let's let's hear the hyped-up recipe, because that's definitely not what it takes to make this. It's literally like two of their sauces or three of their sauces mixed together. That's what it is, literally. But Well, okay, so this is what they say. Mince six cloves of garlic and heat them up in a skillet. Did you find this on Tumblr, you fucking hipster? Skillet.lifehacker.com Skillet. You're a fucking hipster. <laughs> Lifehacker, you hipster shit. I googled the shit. This is like the second link in the fucking shit. Add four tablespoons of balsamic vinegar. This is your fucking blog, Michael. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like this is my skillet based blog it's like how do i repair a wedding dress step number one get your skillet <laughs> <laughs> everything 
anything skillet related. Step two, hit yourself over the head with it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. I won't interrupt again. I'm sorry. Add four tablespoons of balsamic vinegar. Add soy sauce to taste. Okay. Add two tablespoons of plum sake. Reduce sauce slightly. Uh, put in three and a half tablespoons of cock sauce, a.k.a. sriracha. Mm-hmm. Add two tablespoons of brown sugar. Add some red pepper flakes. Um, some minced ginger. And that's it. That's like making a real Szechuan sauce, not McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Sounds good, though. Yeah, sounds good. So, the guy who was on our show, Sam, I don't know if I mentioned this before, he said he was going to make his own General So's chicken. Yeah. Disaster? So, I said, oh, so... Is that that a peanut-based sauce? I was like, no. I was like, did you get the General So's recipe? He's like, no, I'm going to go to the store and buy a bottle of General So's. I was like, what? Jesus. I was like, and and then pour it on chicken. I was like, no! I was like, no, you gotta <laughs> make it from scratch. Yeah, so like, you gotta make it from scratch. What are you doing? He's like, no way, are you crazy? <laughs> and then of course he became immediately sick with whatever he made and had food poisoning. Really? Yeah, he got food poisoning from from eating it. Oh, that was great. Yeah. How did he manage that? He didn't cook know. the chicken right. I have no idea. We now call it. We call it. We every time we see him eating lunch, we're like, oh, you're eating General Cham's chicken because he's <laughs> Sam, so it's your General Cham. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, enough of that. Um, next up, I saw this on uh, Facebook of all places. Primary news source for this yep. show. The website is www.dollarsfordiskdrives.com. Ooh, I got some of those. It says, did you buy a computer with an internal or external disk drive between 2003 and 2008? If so, you can get up to $10 per drive back. From a $180 million class action settlement. What? All you have to do is fill out the form (laughs) on this website, and you, too, can be rolling in tens of dollars. What is it? Is Is uh, the drives uranium-238 based? Are we all getting, like, (laughs) fucking hosed by using them? Um, No, I mean, there's a a link here you can learn about it. I think it's it's like a price-fixing thing. Oh. Um, it says all DVD drives are eligible. Solo CD drives are not eligible. Solo CD drives. So I guess like if you just bought a CD drive by itself. Oh, okay. Does not count. That makes sense because remember back in the day, DVD drives were like way outpriced compared to CD-ROM. CD-ROM like $10. DVD is like $100 or 60 or 80 bucks. I guess they just mean if it, if your computer came with one. Hmm. If you bought a computer and it came with a disk drive, so I think almost everyone you know qualifies. Who bought a computer in 2003 to 2008? Man, I bought disk drives. I bought at least two or three disk drives. Huh. Yeah, I mean, well, I bought qualify. at least I bought at least one computer that came with a disk drive. All right, is this like the starkest thing, or do you have to provide evidence? No proof of purchase necessary. Just pre- right. pressure mule on the glass. 
Do you know how much tuna you can buy with that $10? <laughs> 10 and cans. Then, and then take part in another class action lawsuit. That's right. Did <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy your dolphin meat or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best dolphin I've ever had. All right. Give me, me the uh, give me the fluke. Huh? Whatever. <laughs> Mike, what's a fluke? I don't know. Okay. Isn't it right. the, the blowhole? No. Yeah, that is a blowhole. A fluke? Yeah, I think it is. It might it's also a type of fish. Oh, okay. It's also and a it tool. It might be a type of dolphin. What's the tool? What's a tool? Well, well what's no. what is the tool? That you call a fluke. A cable tester? Huh. I think a fluke the fluke fluke is a company that makes electronic electric oh, yeah. uh you're right. Testing tools. Yeah, uh, a lot of people just call it just like you say Kleenex, a lot of people just call it a fluke. Yeah. Now they do you know something interesting about them? The certain color of yellow, or maybe it's orange, uh, but that color is copywritten or patented no one else can use that color on a multimeter hmm smart random fact he's like i'm full of them i am did you know buildings can be copyrighted i didn't yeah in the The, eu they can be the name or the architectural design the architectural design because they're considered art really yeah so the eiffel tower is copyrighted at night, but only at night, because the lights during the day added. you're free to <laughs> rip it off as much as you want, but at yeah. night you cannot. Well, because because the architecture is older than seventy years old, it's it's the time of date plus seventy plus their lifetime plus seventy years. So obviously the guy died in like you know the nineteen forties or fifties or something, and the whole thing expired in ninety three, but. The lights at night were just added in like '98, so that mm. changes. That makes the whole thing a piece of art again. So now it will be to renew that contract. the designer's lifetime plus 70 years until that is now the nighttime views with the lights on of the Eiffel Tower will be uh, out of copyright again. And there's uh, several buildings in Paris that are under copyright. The copyright holders still have the copyright and you can't take photos of them. Although they don't, I don't think they're actively suing people about it, but you know, I wonder so if they said they've never sued anybody over the Eiffel Tower before. Interesting. I wonder yeah. if the, uh, the Louvre museum is part of yes, that with their is. pyramid. Yeah. The pyramid is the pyramid is, is copyrighted. Interesting. Yep. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. Did you guys go to the Louvre? Yes. Stay James. Outside. I thought you went in. I didn't go in. No, I stood next to you. We watched. We stood outside in a long ass line, and we're like, "Get, get wrecked, bro." That's true. Then we, I think we split up. Were there, were there, were there guys yeah, walking around up. with with the semi-automatic rifles? Mm, yes, at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Uh, maybe at the Louvre. I don't remember at the Louvre, but I know at the Eiffel Tower they were. Hmm. Interesting. And there are also grown men walking around with baguettes too. So yeah. France. Oh yeah. my God! Those bread-loving assholes. Yeah, and the they look like you when your mom's had. like, "Get me some fancy bread." Yep. <laughs> you baguette-loving Frenchman. But I don't own a, a a beret. I'm gonna get you a beret for Christmas. You freaking cheesehead. Don't you don't you love berets? Yeah, not the ones with the little 
fucking pointy furry thing on top, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the African dictator type? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the African dictator type, exactly. Um, and the croissants were amazing, and the, the eggs were fluffy as fuck. Yeah, the food's really good. Super good. Hmm. Um, all right, let me, let me get this uh, thing out, and we can get out of here. So mine, my extras is just a little dicky. Uh, I discovered him <laughs> earlier this week. He is a Jewish white rapper. His rapping, his his claim to fame is his whole thing, like his whole his whole deal. What he yeah, his whole deal, what he brings to rap is he's got an amazing flow. His freestyle is amazing. Uh, but the cool thing is about him, his whole vibe is like, yeah, I'm a white rapper from the suburbs. I had it quite well growing up. Uh, I didn't really, uh, you know, my parents took great care of me. I didn't have a troubled lifestyle. And uh, I went to college. Uh, I graduated a degree in marketing. And I worked in a marketing company. And my life is pretty good. And he raps. He comes. He raps from that point of view. So his rap style is more comedy than anything else. He's very funny. He's a comedian, sort of. But um, it's not like... It's not like Weird Al Yankovic or something like that. It's it comes off as like when you when you hear him rap, you're like, oh, he's a really a real rapper. But if you listen to the words, which is very easy with him because he's telling a story, his rap style's cog- cognitive. I don't know if that's the right word, but mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a it's a rap style that makes sense instead of like mumble rap, where guys are just saying things. And actually, there's it's funny. I I saw a video uh, on that's on. YouTube and it's called Complex Ma- no XXL Magazine's Freshman 2016 and it's Little Dicky, um, a guy I've never heard of, and a guy named Designer. So Designer came out with that song that was very popular last year called Panda. Um, yeah. No one sings in that song. It's just like Panda, 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 Panda. You know that's like Designer's things, like whap or whatever. He makes that sound, you know. So very catchy song. Nobody raps in it. Uh, the two other guys rapped the longest, longer than Little Dicky, and Little Dicky was last. And they were all, I think, Designer repeats the same line four times in 82 seconds. The other guy doesn't rap at all. He just kind of talks his way through. And he says, like, he's a, I took your mom to Oxnard. I took your mom to Ohio. You know, he's like, he's not rapping. I don't know what he's doing, but it's horrible, you know? And then little Dicky just bears, stands there and he owns them. And it's the funniest thing to see because he's there in like this weird Hawaiian shirt. He doesn't look like a rapper or serious. He looks like somebody's a fucking accountant who is like off for the weekend, but it's great. Like I love him. It's great. And you know, I find his style refreshing because to me, rap at 2017, like are we, why are we still rapping about cars and women and drugs and like, come on, you guys aren't drug dealers anymore. Really? You know, oh, come on. You guys are all rich now. You know, you guys are making money. Like, you, you grew up, you're like, I'm going to rap, you know? And that's what you grew up trying to do. You're not Popularity is the new drug, James. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. It is. But so and in I'm case, the cure. No. <laughs> ugh, <yeah>. Despair. <laughs> we just heard from despairs, folks. Um, I got mason jars of vodka over here, folks. That's right. Tuck your ears back in fear. Um so yeah, but Watch there's two out. songs here. One of them's called Pillow Talk. It's really good. It's just him rapping to a girl and the girl and and he's saying the girl's lines. Uh, but it's a music video. 
it's funny as hell. It's so funny, and it's got a great visual style. It says him featuring the brain, but it's just it's just him like mumbling, like talking, and a brain, like a physical brain walking around being weird. And it's like <laughs> he's like he's like brain got a poop. Don't let the brain listen to the brain. You know, what I mean, it's funny. It's just very funny. You know, um, and like Michael Michael quoted one of the lines earlier. He's like talking to the girl. He's like, "So you down with the war?" You know, it's like just weird lines, but it's very funny. And it, and it's, it all makes sense. It all flows together. Um, and then the other song is called, uh, I don't know. It's some kind of, it's a, it's, it's not a freestyle, but he's in a public, he's like at a radio show, uh, on Shade 45 doing lines from one of his songs. And it's good. I mean, it's fucking great. Little Dicky's good. I like him. He's, He's gonna be one of the greats. I'm sure of that. I mean, it harkens back to Biggie's style and Tupac, where like these guys were saying things, and you could walk away with a message, you know, kind of like even like uh, uh, Eminem, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I think that it's uh, quite refreshing to see to hear somebody saying something and not just mumbling their or auto tuning their way through a song. Um. I didn't put this down, but speaking of Eminem, what do you guys think about the whole Eminem Trump thing? Crazy, huh? I only watched like the first thirty seconds of it and kind of lost interest. I was expecting too much, but that's what he did was, you know, a cipher. And I guess I don't. I'd rather have something more produced. So I, I don't really know what he said. So it was a cipher, but define a cipher. So a cipher is like you, me, and Evan are standing in a circle, and we're just kind of free-flowing. We're rapping. rap battle. Like a rap battle. Yeah, exactly. You know, Mm. like we're just... But it's rapping still. What he did... uh, I don't... I mean, I'm not obviously a rap genius or somebody who understands anything about rap music, but for what I like of Eminem and what I like about rap wasn't that. Uh, Did the lines kind of flow and make sense and... Kind of rhyme, kind of. People like are all fired up about it because people want to be fired up about it because people don't like Trump and they like Eminem and they want to be fired up. But just from a like pure static perspective, I think of being like, okay, what is this? Does it rap? Does it flow? Is it a rap? Uh, is it Eminem's best, most hot fire rap? No, you know, he's done better stuff. A lot of people have done better stuff, actually. He kind of talked his way through it, and it was like, eh. you know, there was some definitely some burn, sick burns, but it was spoiled by his the style in which he was using to do it. Sick burn, bro. Yeah. Micah, did you uh, have anything about that? No, I didn't you know, watch I it. Didn't look at it. About. No, I know, I know about it. Didn't look at it. Didn't want to look at it. I was like, I don't care. Whatever. Okay. All right. So, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Trump is just more ridiculous every day. Like, like I almost can't believe it's real life. Like half the shit I see, and I I get it that a lot of the stuff maybe I'm seeing is like has like a certain angle on it, you know. But it's just the like, view of the bro. world is skewed. Yeah, I mean, it's just like ridiculous, man. I'm like, this is fucking just tainted like, with logic. Clown, this is like clown clown status, you know. Is it even clown status? I feel like clowns are more entertaining. I mean, it's it's just silly. I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm like, okay, this is like, <laughs> yeah, it's you. You had it right at first. You're like, is this real life? <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, 
Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like, oh, Pre- President Trump's like, I met with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, okay, everyone's <laughs> everyone's giving him shit for that. And yeah, they should, because obviously he's the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands, because it's part of the U.S., right? But, I mean, we all know what he means. You know, he met with the head guy over there, who's the governor or whatever they call it, you know. And that's it. Now, if he was a little smarter or a little more informed, would he have not made that mistake? Yes. You know? Yeah, I don't think this is a matter of, like, you know, I think he just, he's an an idiot. And, I I mean, let's be honest here, you know, you wouldn't be, like, that's not a mistake normal, someone who's the president of something or in charge thing would make. If you're in charge of the office downstairs, you're not going to go downstairs and say, I met with the guy in charge down there. You know, you're not going to say that. Like, I never, you never hear people, huh? It might happen occasionally, but not as regularly as he does. It's very odd. It'd be a very odd thing to say, I think. Because I think people, I think you know when you're in charge, because your ego, that's when your ego steps in. And by taking your power away from yourself only hurts your ego. I feel like ego and id is like the most compelling argument, especially for someone like Trump. You know? So he, he he would know. I just feel like he's just such a nincompoop that he's like, oh, the president. Mm -hmm. I met with the president. Like, you know, I don't think he legitimately believed it, but I think, I don't know, man. The guy's a fucking idiot. And then the way he's doing Puerto Rico is just not cool, man. You know? What what if that's a a euphemism for masturbation? It's like, I met with the president. Yeah, sure. Could be. I made him him get on his knees. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Puerto Rico? Yeah, he's he's giving Puerto Rico the heave ho and giving them he's like, Oh yeah, you guys you guys start taking care of yourself. I'm like, dude, those are American citizens, bro. Don't tell Americans they gotta take care of themselves. What the fuck? What do you tools do? You need to reach in the fucking coffers and fucking produce that cake. I was like, what the fuck we pay taxes for? For you to tell Americans that they can't get helped? Like how soon you forget. That pisses me off. That pisses me off. You know? Like, I hate it when people break the rules, and to me that's breaking the rules. Those are American citizens. Don't fucking tell them they got to take care of themselves. You know? They're in fucking dire straits down there. They're in dire straits for many reasons. A lot of them their own fault. But you're you're basically their dad. It's your job to come in and take care of them. Not tell them you got to sort this shit out. And if people die while you're sorting it, well, fuck it. You know? I would help them then go in later and say, okay, 51st state, you lost your right to choose. You know, because you guys can't fucking manage yourselves. Fine. That's one thing. But don't wait till wait till after lives are in danger to do to be a dick. You know? Yeah. No, that's true. Absolutely. I get what he's saying. They did fuck themselves. They've also been fucked, though. But they have. Exactly. They've been fucked. You know? And I don't just mean by hurricane whatever the fuck. But, you know, like they've had there's like all these these couple laws here and there that have been passed that have been kind of, I won't say sneak through, but that it's like, oh, guess what? Now, if you live in Puerto Rico, you cannot declare bankruptcy. That's not a yeah. thing. You yeah. Know? And those laws were made specifically to hurt the financial, to, to gain financial things from the people, the creditors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fucked up situation down there. And America doesn't, like, we don't pay attention because we're like, oh, there is that really part of America? Like, you know. Like, Americans are fucking idiots. They're all stupid. They're fucking, you know, God, I love being American, but we're fucking morons. Like, we just don't try. 
Just do fucking better. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, you're right about that. None of it matters. Everyone dies. Come watch TV. Yeah. I think it's I think it's an education thing, man. I don't know. It is an education thing, but you know, we got to do better. I think it's maybe like a distance thing. No one's really involved. No one has a local community anymore. So you don't really get attached to, like, the needs of other communities. True. Like, uh, it's not me. I don't care. Hmm. Even if, like, the, Mike, even if one of the other apartment buildings in your, you know, larger complex were demolished, how much would you care? Yeah. You're like, that's not my building. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I'm not we didn't even think about, about the displaced people. Just, yeah. True. True. And that's like a couple hundred feet away. Now imagine, you know, crossing a few hundred miles of ocean to get to something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a disconnect. Anyways, anything else you guys want to bring up before we close the show out? Going once, mm-hmm. going twice. Um, oh, one thing I will bring up. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but um, Canadian Thanksgiving has come and gone. Yes. And so, therefore, now I, I declare turkey turkey season open. Okay. Get your fill. That's, that's uh, I was going to say that's pretty bold generous statement. of me. That's, that's generous of you. It's a bold statement, but I do realize that. <laughs> you separate turkey classification into carved or, you know, from the bird versus deli sliced turkey. That is true. That is true. Although I, I'm willing to allow the deli style turkey during this time. Just not in your household. Right. Okay. Although I may, I may consume it. If it, because <laughs> we are in Delhi, we are in Turkey we're season. In... Now. We're in Delhi season now. We're in Turkey season now. This guy, this fucking guy, dude, just walk up to the deli counter and be like, if they ask if you if they can help you with anything, you're like, nope, uh, just hunting, just hunting, <laughs> seeing what I want to kill. <laughs> Keep what you kill. Yeah, that's right. Oh boy. <laughs> well, thank you for your generosity. You know what can I say, Evan? I'm I'm a man of the people. I will, I for one will take advantage of. This I am a river. You what? <laughs> Never so mind. You're you're thick and wet. I am a river to my people. All right. A drowning hazard. <clears throat> yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're gonna take me up on my. My magnanimous offer. I will eat some turkey meat. Yes. Good. I definitely will. Oh, well, like I said, now's now's the time. Well, the getting's yep. good. Thank you once again. Um, thank you for all our listeners who are still here. Um, whoever that may be. <laughs> After I don't know, you know, we we tend to go on for a while. Um, if you would like to send us feedback, you can email us at feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. We do enjoy hearing from you. Uh, maybe we can do a Q&A 
at some point if we ever uh, get any questions to answer, any cues to A. So check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. You'll see all of our social media links, uh, Amazon affiliate, Patreon, all various ways to support the show and get in contact with us. As always, thank you for listening, and we love you. Against the system